It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. To the God. You already know, man. Yo, yo, yo. your wizardry, you fraud. Them thieves be killing me. The enemy is close. We both lies on our identity. I feel like he who stepped. Architect like M. Hotel. Son had the son himself. The God deadly with the art. I fit dark with a slit heart. You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts. Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold. Behold the old glimpse. Never untold Infinite like the eight seven dwelling in your melon No felon Though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious I'm primal My rhyme suicide I worship no idols My style of the gems Going down in a spiral You stuck in your root My intelligence past my cool The God is the truth Every time I step in the booth You stepped on the stoop Got scooped and swooped in my loop Do the knowledge Whack them seeds Get played like flu It was the son of the saw A gift from the gods Who rules flying through the sky With golden wings Submerged into the light Knighted by the golden king With the scepter of justice Melanin cultivating chi Until we are Ethereans Finally becoming one With the righteous sun So law Souls are raw Magnificent glow With unconditional love Scattered rays for days From the heavens above So below The souls Trapped in the lowest depths of hell Incarnated into 76 trillion cells To break free We must be refined Masculine and feminine Properties combined The devil is the author of confusion 183,000 divisions Denomination sets post schisms and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels are just historical. Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal. Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles. Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Advances, skeptics, atheists, and agnostics, divine and cosmic tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists. Though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance, though we crush the head of Leviathan. Battle my control. Brainwashing indoctrinations, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and war. In this chessboard game called like we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. Again, this is the First World Order Blog Talk Show. I am Brother Fahim, the Contra Tunica Rizan El Bay. I'll be filling in for Dr. Asura Alim Dutapak El Bay for tonight. And we're supposed to have a guest speaker on tonight, uh, as I was told. 
But for right now, until he appears on the uh, on the show, uh, I, I noticed I noticed a lot of you have heard about the uh, well, I, I would say the school massacre at this high school in South Florida today. Uh, I hear they got the uh, the shooter in custody in jail now. You know, I know his last name is Cruz. These are one. This could have been one more of those. Uh, what, what we will always say, moles or mind control uh, moles they put out here. You know, so they can get that gun control law passed. Well, a lot of people don't know they have. A lot of people don't believe that we have a lot of people out here that are Manchurian candidates. Well, there's plenty of them, Brother L. Uh, say what now? I said there's plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of them, Brother. They, they, uh, man, they, uh, I mean, this, uh, here we go again. Another man. Yeah, 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 brother. I'm on whenever y'all ready to. Oh, well, I'm ready, Brother. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, to show you how, how, how we're connected. Uh, just so you know, I don't know if you introduced me already, but, uh, yeah, Mario, Mario Bob, you know, I, you know, uh, just a regular guy in terms of titles and stuff like that. Um, uh, just let me know whenever y'all want me to come in. If y'all want me to come in now, I will, but I just kind of sit back and just kind of, you know, let you, you know, continue to do your introduction. Of, so. All right, yeah, we, so this is bro- this is Brother Mario Boggs, and um, we're going to be going into the mysticism of everything. He's going to go into some very deep information for us tonight. And, of course, my co-host, Brother Fahim, Tecumseh, Richard L. Bay, um, my co-host, will be going in um, also in this interview. And uh, I'm going to let him finish um, talking about the Manturian candidates and some of this other information here, um, because we've been seeing a lot of this co- coinciding with uh, these TV shows like Arctic Carbon, which is one of the TV shows that came out in which that they are using the soul chip, as they refer to it as, or soul catcher um, chip, in which that uh, basically... There was an article in Frontline Magazine, which I used to write about back in around 2000, 2001. And um, in the magazine, it spoke specifically about how they was already trying to utilize nanochip technology in which that they would um, insert that at the back of the, of the head and capture the memories and from capturing the memories, once the person passed physical form, they can insert that chip into a clone or to another body in order to um, continue the life process in that way. So it's the mm. is actually the the capturing of the soul slash consciousness and exerting and, and and transporting it into another body. In which that, of course, this is why they are p- trying to perfect the cloning process along with the um, soul catcher um, chip, which would be artificial intelligence, so that they can combine both of these processes so that um, they can live longer. Uh, so this is what is going on. Um, go ahead, Brother Al. I just wanted to give my little part right quick. Yeah, that was a lot, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's deep there. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, a little like what the movies, the Manchurian Candidate, the first one that came out in 19, I believe, in 1964, right after the Kennedy JFK assassination. You know, is, uh, then you had one that came out in the 1990s with uh, Denzel Washington. Uh, mm-hmm. But they went, out, went, went a little bit deeper than the one with Denzel Washington, I have to say. They went with the right. chips like Dr. Eileen was talking about putting the chips in the back of your head or in your arms where they can track you also. Uh, they had right. that also in the um, the Art of War with Wesley Snipes, where they can right. track Wesley Snipes. And then he finally right. dug into his uh, right uh, uh, shoulder, or uh, upper arm, and he found mm-hmm. out the chip was there, you know. Right. And uh, they're constantly putting these in the movies, and that's going over the people, most of the people's heads, except for people like uh, uh, Dr. Alim and I, you know, and other brothers and sisters that really know what, what the deal is. But, uh, you know, they uh, they constantly put that out there and showing the public, you know, what they're actually doing. Because you can't say, so they, so they can't, can't anyone say that the people have been lying to them or deceiving them. No, they haven't been deceiving you. They haven't been lying to you. They've been telling you all the time. They know it. Know. And that's what's going on, uh, you know. So uh, dealing with Sirhan, Sirhan, uh, Sirhan, Sirhan. Don't even remember about about killing Bobby Kennedy. He don't even remember. No, he that didn't. He didn't remember none of that, you know. But mm-hmm. they, uh, he's supposed to be. They say he's supposed to be under the uh, the order of the Rosicrucians. But the Rosicrucians, I know, I was a member for a while, and I know, I know for a fact, personally, that they don't teach that, you know. So. Uh, dealing with the Columbine shootings and the uh, one year I think it was in 2010 uh, could have been later than that 2011 uh, two, not 209 209 they had this Korean, Korean student had assassinated by the uh, by uh, assassinated 30 students you know and I, I knew he was a, a Manchurian candidate and they, the public don't even believe that these uh, such people don't do not exist but they do yeah. They do. You know, you can put a certain card. I can say a something, something certain, a certain thing to you. Uh, it may snow in New Orleans. And then you get up and load up a 9 millimeter and, and take your AK-47 with you, and you get out here and start shooting up everybody. Just about, it's because of that little phrase I just said. You know, but that was the Y'all got me, me doing right. man. I'm just eight. I'm waiting to y'all give me the again. I'm waiting to y'all give you know, me the crowd to come in on this. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, I got a lot to say about it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, 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 this is the only thing I want to say about that, Brother L and um, Brother Mario, is that it's real simple because we've seen the same thing take place with the D.C. snipers um, in which that they was put to sleep by the um, phrase duck in the noose. And this was said by the sheriff. Um, no, in the um, Virginia, um, D.C., Maryland area, when they was um, getting ready to capture them. Next thing you know, they was they fell asleep at the um, at the rest stop and got captured. You know, well, see, that was, so just what you mm-hmm. just said. That was, that was CIA right there. You know, right. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to hold on. Y'all brothers coming. Uh-uh. Like, uh-uh. We ready. Come on in. Come on in, brother. 
Come on in. Okay. With with that being said, when I was a kid, me and my daddy saw a snake. This snake was as tall as my daddy stepped on it. And, 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 and I don't know if this was just a whole mind control with what was going in. At that point, I was like seven years old, right? So this was somewhere in like 91, 92. We know that you had, you know, uh, Bush Sr. coming out of office and then you had uh, and then you had uh, Clinton coming in the office around that time, I believe. Uh, you had a lot going on around the time a lot of people were not aware of. But the snake I saw, I talked to some people up in Philly. You know, it's a lot of more, a lot of, a lot of Moors and a lot of, uh, a lot of Muslims, a lot of Muslims up there too. A lot of Moors, man, up there in Philly. Philly, Ross Ben, are y'all aware of Ross Ben? Uh, up there in Philly, and a lot of the YouTube stuff he was putting out. Say it again. Ross Ben up there in Philly. He did yeah, yeah, brother Ross Ben, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ross Ben, and I know you very well. You guys very well of uh of when when C. Freeman L. He was one of the first brothers I really saw going into the astrology, the astronomical right. charts and stuff. And he really, and that was around '97. And then all of that stuff kind of got uh, some of it got published on YouTube when he was talking about he was really going into that science, even on the shrine of tip. When a lot of other people still up to this day because they don't really understand the hierarchy of how this stuff works anyway. And, uh, you know, uh, but, but on what I'm saying is we know we all, everybody sees something that's been considered supernatural, but then a lot of people don't say nothing because they're afraid that they're going to be looked at a certain way. So how does it coincide with everything we're saying? Because we're not really realizing that, like you said, people can program you and, uh, and you don't, we're not really realizing that when we're being subjected to somebody, uh, hopefully I'm using a technical term, and you guys let me know if you recognize this term, a web. You know, right, if you right. the term of Charlotte's web. Right. And, and, and so when you're being put in somebody's web, they, you're being programmed, even though you don't know it, like you said, them brothers fell asleep. And that's kind of what happened to me uh uh, like I said, after I saw the snake, and then I, I'm one of me and my daddy, we were talking about this story the whole time while I'm growing up. But it wasn't until last year that I spoke to a guy. He said he was like a priest of the Outlaw Motorcycle Club. And he was one of the first people to actually break down esoteric Old Testament, biblical Old Testament, deep, deep, deep information about what they were talking about. He said, that's the difference for when the dark comes out. He was talking about, you know, you know, Christianity, they're talking about the satanic comes out or the dark energy comes out, and angels take the place, basically, the lower self, the higher self takes the place of the lower self. I said, oh, man. Right. So, you know, one of the mm-hmm. presidents, and he said, when the president said, so the whole point of all is no matter how evil some of the stuff looks, and I'm not really taking the side of how they're doing it, because when I know when they was recording some of my calls, my whole thing, well, I'm telling like this. I told him, I told him straight up, I said, hey, let one more black kid get shot in the street. And that was my thing, because when what, what happened uh, last year, around the time, y'all remember the eclipse, right? And that was a weird eclipse. Mm-hmm. Two, three days after that, I'm in my big truck. You know, I'm in the 18-wheeler going down the street. You know, and I was, I got to admit, I was making a lot of money, and I wasn't catched up on my logs. And I was, you know, I don't know if y'all worry about the MK Ultra and the sleep deprivation thing. 
And when you, you know, I was eating right, though. You know, Dr. Lane, you know, you big on the, you got real big on the, you know, keeping your temple right, eating right. I was eating right. So I was high, you know, naturally high. I mean, I, energy was high. I was reading. I just read Napoleon Hill's Out With the Devil. Have y'all read that one? And it talks yeah. about just what we're talking about right now. I literally, I'm, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I had just finished it like 30 minutes prior, and I was going like 65 miles an hour down the street. I was tired, but I wasn't that tired. Next thing I know, I'm going 80 down a hill. Now, I don't drove, I don't road on this road. It's 64 west, you know, going back towards St. Louis. And I don't roll on this road before I'm just coming into Indiana, getting ready to go and, you know, coming out, coming out. Actually, I was coming out of Kentucky going into Indiana. It was a very short, small part of Indiana. Next thing I know, like I said, I'm going 80 down a hill, and I just got done uh, listening to this. So I took off my, my, my Eagle Globe and Anchor cover, hat, and I put on this hat I bought, real cool hat. It said Marine, but the A was a compass squaring roof. Because I'm just in Napoleon Hill. He said when you get caught drifting, it's the same thing you were just talking about with the D.C. snipers. When you know something's going on, you're falling asleep, but you don't know why. So I'm falling asleep, but I don't know why. But I do know why. I'm like, something ain't right. Because one second I'm going 65 miles an hour, the next second I'm going 80 down the hill, and the next second the police behind me. I was like, that's too quick. Something, something ain't right about that. And I'm high enough in my conscious mind to know somebody trying to pull one over my head. So I took that other hat on and put that on. The police mm. come, to the, come to the door. He's shaking like a leaf. Now, he the one with the pistol, right? So I'm like, why are you shaking? You see what I'm saying? I don't have a pistol. You must have really did do something wrong. So he said he confirming to me something ain't right. So then they just about to get real deep, y'all. I told you I had one for you, Dr. Lane. <laughs> uh, uh, and big brother, yeah, I know you remember last time I was on the show. Check this out. So I'm sitting there watching this man shaking. And so, you know, he asked me like he's supposed to, where you had? So I say, he, his voice is shaking. So I'm like, okay. I done put the cover on. He see where I'm at. I done told him going to the east, and he still want to play. So I play alone. So I let my voice kind of tremble a little bit. To the east is what I say. He, then he thought I'm scared. He thought I was scared of him. So he go ahead and try to go along and do his whole, you know, his whole thing, right? So I'm like, okay, he still don't want to walk off. So I put the rock up. You with me? So I put the rock up. Hmm. I went ahead. I put the rock up. And if, for those of you not at the, uh, that where I said we we're going to do an uncut session today. So I put my little hands up, you know, my electromagnetic position. He wasn't paying attention. He's thinking that I'm just stunting. Next thing I know, the man just got him. Hmm. He in the middle of the road now. He said he's going back to his car. He done got out of his car. He in the middle of the road. When I tap in and I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen, he say, but Mario, but Mario, I ain't never heard no police call me by my first name. But Mario, but Mario, I was mm. just checking the trailer. When I realized what was happening, I said, man, they about to kill him in the middle of the street. So I let go. And I'm like, I don't want to see nobody die like that. He go back to his car. He come back around. 
he's so greedy, he still commits to trying to act like he didn't do nothing wrong. So I put the rock up again. Now he in the now he done they done pulled him all the way in my truck. When I say they pulled him all the energy, you with me? The angels, the angles, the messages on our birth chart. That's why I brought up Ron Ben earlier. Because a lot of this esoteric stuff is some of the stuff I wanted to kinda of break out in the sessions and explain what's going on. So the energy brought him in the truck. Now we're talking about I ain't never seen the police. Without trying to put you right in handcuffs, right? So the energy pulled them all the way in. So I'm a little, this is the first time anything ever happened to me like this. So I'm a little kind of tripped out too. So now he's all the way in the truck. And then he says, because I got the rock up. He says, I was trying to catch a big fish. I was trying to catch a dope killer. So at hmm. this point in time, man, I, don't, I don't let you with me. Y'all got mm-hmm. any feedback? I okay, yep. So at this What's point, I'm like, man, I should have. But at this point, I'm like, I should have let you die in the street. That's what I'm thinking. Hello? I'm here. So he said, I was trying to catch you. I was trying to catch a big fish. I was trying to catch a doe killer. I did not know. So I shake my head. I said, okay. And. I let go of the rock for a minute. He said, okay, I'm going to come back. So he came back and said, I'm not going to give you a speeding ticket. I'm not going to give you this, but I'm going to give you a ticket for this, this, that. I said, okay, you still want to play. So I hmm. put the rock up again. You with me? I put the rock up one last time for him. Mm-hmm. And when I put up the rock that time, I'm going to show you how the ancestors do. I had put a book three days prior. That book I told you about by Franz, uh, Franz Bardot. Mm-hmm. You know, he lived during the time of, we talked about it, he lived during the time of Hitler. Hitler had to let him go. He was so powerful. So I had the, not the, in, not the, uh, uh, not the initiation into medicine. I had the evocation. I ain't even read the evocation book. You with me? It was just okay. a there for <laughs> It was just sitting there in the seat. Next thing I know, I put that rock up again. Y'all seen Get Out, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't even making this up. Them, them, them angles got a hold of him again. It looked like they took control of his body like he was a robot. Next thing I know, he tapped on the book three times. One, two, three. His eyes did just like on Get Out. He went into the deep. Hmm. And then I said, okay, he's stuck right now. So I let go of the rock, and then he started committing to talk. So this is the whole hypnosis part I was talking about. Now, mind you, 30 minutes prior to him pulling me over, I had just got done reading uh, the auto, you know, the audio book, so I could drive and listen to the Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. So everything started clicking to me when that happened. I it allowed me to go my psyche to go into a whole other dimension because that book, the book version was a ritual. So I had somehow inherited, initiated into a whole other dimension with everything that was going on. So when he went into the deep like that, he came out. He said, okay, you got to take a 10-hour break. I remember my laws was jacked up. And then, so again, I passed him. So I hit the rock again. Then, then next thing I know, they hooked him up again. And I, and, I, and while I had the rock up, I leaned over real close to his ear. He stuck, right? And I said, mm-hmm. well, what if I don't? And what if I don't do that? He looked at me. And mm-hmm. when he did it, like the book on back of two and two, he could read the tablets in my heart. But that means he knew 
he knew. So that's why I brought up the whole thing about the circuit. Me and my dad seen the circuit. He knew what I was. Mm-hmm. And just got out that truck so quick and jumped in this car and took off. Now, I'm going to show you the premise of me telling y'all what happened. So this is a whole hypnosis piece and everything like that. Because I did go into some of the stuff last time I was on the show, but I really don't think I brought up the whole serpent piece. But that's, that happened when I was seven years old. And shortly after that, my dad, I remember my seven-year-old birth, my seventh birthday, I was sitting and talking to my dad. And me and my dad was having this conversation. I started crying. He said, son, why are you crying? I said, I don't want to get old. And dad said, he said, why you don't want to get old, son? I said, because I don't want to die. He said, well, son, stop laughing. Everybody got to die. I said, but not me. I said, but not me. I'm going to show y'all where I'm going. So right. when this happened, you, you know where I'm going, right? Uh, right, right. So well, because you would die, you would die young, you know, but I know where you're going, though. Okay. So when it, for some reason I was a young minister, even in the church, the young minister, Baptist church, you know how they go, y'all. But I right. couldn't understand even with a lot of the, the pastors that I was under under ordination with, I'd be pulling up these different scriptures that they couldn't explain to me or they refused to explain to me. And uh, that's what kind of a lot of times kept me moving because I'm like, you want me to go on to you, but you can't even explain to me these scriptures. But I kept studying anyway. And that's what ended up leading me into uh, some of some of the stuff I was telling y'all about when I was twenty. It's the reason why I'm jumping around, y'all. Uh, when I was twenty, and I said, God, if you real show me, show me how Moses parted the Red Sea, show me how this happened, show me how Enoch ascended, and show me this, show me that, show me this. Next thing I know, at that time I was at that time I was in the Marine Corps as a reservist. I was at UAPB. In music, I you know I was a bad musician. Yeah, I was a brass musician, and uh, and I could play low octaves and high octaves, and that's when I really started learning about hypnosis, not intentionally. Because right. next thing I know, I'm making a long story short. Next thing I know, I woke up at three in the morning. The spirit had me, what the ancestors had me woke up at three in the morning. I went to what they call at that time down in UAPB the dot, and that's where we would do all our different formations for like when we were doing the battle of the bands or we were doing a field show. And they had me out here, and I came up with this weird song, like this jazz mix with this. Next thing I know, we're in rehearsal, and I was studying. You know, as a practitioner, studying. I'm learning about hypnosis. You know, I had my keys, and I'm snapping my fingers, and I got these keys. And next thing I know, these folks fall on the stage. Huh. I tripped out. So I started using the keys. I'm a, I'm a young practitioner, but I didn't know what that meant, right? I didn't know nothing about no. This or that. And I'm in the Marine Corps at the time, but I didn't know how they tied into this or that. You know, I got right. family members all around me that's in Masonry, but nobody's talking to me. But when that song that I had in my head that night, the next day when we were in rehearsal, the, the head band director said, turn around your stand. When you see 300 people playing a song that they don't even know they're playing, and the, between me, pretty much I point at you in my mind. And the band director, he's the only one that know in the whole auditorium what's going on. When he leaves, he disappears. And I'm trying to find it because I'm just, no different from what I just told y'all would happen in the truck. I'm trying to figure out what just happened. Hmm. Nobody never told me I could do that. You with me? So I'm like 300 people playing this song, and then with the guy right next to me, 
somehow he realized what was going on. He hit me in the jaw. I ain't even feel it. I looked at him like, I don't think you should do that no more. And he looked at me like he saw a goat. Hmm. So I done tapped into this other dimension that I was unaware of. The band director scared of me to the point where he took my scholarship away. I had a full tuition scholarship. I'm in the Marine Corps. Uh, uh, I'm watching him between that band director and the other band director because I was like, okay, drop him out of the cell. Let him see what's going on. So my high sector kicked in. I knew what was going on, but I didn't. So you had my feels like both both selves was both selves was present. The higher and the lower self. Mm-hmm. And the higher self was was allowing me as as almost as an observer to pay attention to what was going on. So even though I, so it was like. I didn't have a hundred percent control over this power, but that, but it's like the higher self allows you to be observant of, of, of the matter at hand. So I'm watching this other band director, the other band director pointing him out, saying, "Look, look what he's doing." They, they talking about me. So I did my little finger. I moved my little finger. You know, it's called the magic, magic finger. You know, you hear it in the movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the tuba, the tuba musician at the front, is like his volume went up, like you know, like somebody pressed the volume up on your phone. Right. And it would trip them out. And I'm like, I'm tripped out about the whole thing, right? And, I mean, one thing after the next. So fast forward. So fast forward, right? I got my trucking company, right? All I'm right. doing good. I'm going to six months. The eclipse just happened. Right after the eclipse, the thing happened with that trucker guy. I go home. I'm tripped out, right? I'm on my way home. I get home. I think it was that night. One of my mentors, who I do business with, I'm not gonna reveal his name, you know, just out of respect for him. Right. right but he, but but this guy on the same cut on my birthday, seven twenty two. Well, I don't know if you guys are aware of July twenty second is you know when you start looking at the tropics of Cancer, in mm-hmm. the highest point during the summer solstice. Right. And then you look at Holly Selassie. Okay. His birthday is July twenty third. So I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. His birthday is July twenty third, and that's Leo. Astrology is already considered Leo, but a lot of tw- a lot of people on July twenty second consider themselves to be Cancer. And so they'll read if they read a horoscope, they're thinking they're Cancer. As a matter of fact, everybody up from the eighteenth to the twenty second is thinking they're Cancer. When in Eastern astrology, they're saying you're Leo. Mm-hmm. So we're aware the kind of power we had because Queen of England, I don't know if you were aware the Queen of England wanted to give her seat up to him. Matter of fact, she did. Well, the rumor that she's supposed to be dead. She's supposed to be dead, right? Right, now, right. I tell, you what's so, I tell you what's so interesting about all this, right? Okay. So one of the clips. One of the things I was talking to uh, Dr. Lane about, and I want to build this man. So that mentor I'm telling you about, his birthday is the day after mine. So he brought me in to help negotiate some of the procurement work that's going on in the, going on in the country right now. We was going to do a lot of transportation stuff, and he deal with a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, so his birthday is that. So he called me that night, but I was asleep. I'm never sleep at ten o'clock at night. He called me, come to find out. In the morning, this man, I'm at a truck stop, right? Because I got the load home, and I was getting up early so I could deliver it uh, in the nearby town. And I'm, I see this man in the truck stop. 
and he's smiling. I said, it's sunny outside. You know, when I was telling, can you hear me? So I say to the man, it's sunny outside. We're in the truck stop. I'm in the bathroom. He's sitting at the track. He's standing at the track, and it was very eerie because it was like he was there, but he was not there. Now, we're talking about a fully formed man. He didn't look transparent enough, and he was smiling. So telepathically, I knew exactly who he was. But just like Holly Pelosi, a younger version. I didn't say it to him. I didn't even, I just said it's sunny outside. He started smiling. Right? Huh. Okay, pick that up. Remember, now, remember, my mentor, his birthday, same day as Holly Philosophy. Okay? He called me 10 o'clock the night before. So he calls me 20 minutes, 15 minutes after I get out of the truck stop, I get to my truck. He comes, hey, man, I was trying to call you. Remember the $10 million deal? I'm working with the state. I'm trying to get you in on it. And then I'm talking to him. Because, you know, all this stuff just happened to me. And he's, you know, he's an empath. You know, me and him, we were, we were on the same cusp. One of the weirdest, one of the, one of the first, the second weirdest conversation I ever had was with this man. Okay? And some of the people we was on the phone, you're talking about CIA, different people. We got, we was on the phone with a guy, one of his people, we were on the phone with a guy, boots, you know, boots on the ground in the rack. He putting up towels and stuff. We on the phone, he said, oh, yeah. And I had another guy. Was on the phone with. We talking about this guy. He's got a patent for for uh, uh, doing amino acids and different uh, bonds and stuff with supercomputers. So I got something focused. Intelligent people in the world, and they all black, of course, right? They all more. So mm-hmm. on the phone, him on the phone, I'm on the phone, and we all communicating. Half the communication ain't nobody said nothing out loud. So these kind of people. That was, and so after that conversation. That thing, you see, I'm jumping back from story to story, but hopefully y'all stand with me on this. So, because I'm trying to tell you how empathic this man is, that I'm on the phone with it telling me about this $10 million deal. So he catching everything that just happened to me, and I ain't even told him nothing what happened. So he said, he said uh, I'm trying to get you on this $10 million deal. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember, we already talked about it. I'm going to catch you on the next deal. He said, yeah, because mm-hmm. he wanted to kind of, he, he wanted to kind of get up. He said, "When one president called another president, he's supposed to pick up the phone." That was his that's how he started the conversation. But he realized what was going on. He could just had he highly energized. I'm highly energized, and he called me. He said, "Yeah, I, I'll I'll call you back soon." Now the weirdest conversation I ever had with him was in 2015. That was the same. Around the same time I did the show with you guys the first time. Okay? I did the show with you guys before this other guy come in. Let me finish saying this. The weirdest conversation I had with him, we going back and forth about business plans. Somewhere the conversation shifted, and we talking about esoteric stuff. This guy says to me just like this. You know, we both Leos, right? Right down the cusp. Mm-hmm. He says, we make people. And then I say to him, yeah, he wanted to test me to see where I was, you know, mm-hmm. territory. Right. And I said, well, me and my people could make people too if we wanted to. Then he said, this is the weirdest thing. I, I thought he was going to be hang up on me, right? Because I'm like, I ain't never seen nobody talk to me like like this. And I'm, I talk to people like this every day, right? Then, then, he, then, he, then he says, I need a friend. Hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. You're supposed to say I'm crazy right now. 
oh, I'm supposed to say you're crazy. So this was a weird process for me because all of this stuff is happening. I don't live my life like this. Now I'm, people, now I'm meeting people who agree. Now, he was a grandmaster before. You with me? All right. Now the people he, now the people he around, this guy says to me, I'm sitting, Hillary Clinton's on the couch right now, was on the couch earlier that day. You with me now? And then shortly after that, he say, when he realized what I was. All right. Okay. So that was that was back in 15 when he met. So we fast forward with 2017. All this stuff go down. I had that conversation with him about the $10 million deal. He was trying to get me in on it. So I'm looking at my birth chart, and all of this stuff is working up, the natal chart, right? So I already looked at the stuff on there. So I, I realized he's taking a lot of the the business stuff that normally goes familiar to what someone on my chart would do. I'm taking the esoteric stuff, and it says on the chart, you can go as high as you want to. Right. But if you try to be president, you're going to get sick. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I've been that before. That don't scare me. So everything's making sense to me now. We're in 2017. So after that happened with that guy, I get the thought that I need to call this other mentor. I met his son in 2015 around the time I reached out to Dr. Lane and you, uh, uh, you brother L, to do the show. Okay. This was around the time, but I didn't know. I didn't know if it was the right time to tell y'all about what happened. So I meet this guy. This is how I met him. I got a book that was. I told you about this book, Doctor Lane. This is the book I got. They used to hang people over there in medieval times during the Renaissance period. And you got caught with this book. Mm, right. Uh, called Picatrix. So when he, so his son, I met him. He had already told me he was, he was in, he was a very high degree up there. He didn't tell me how high. He told me it's pretty high up in, mm-hmm. up in that area where you guys are up on the East Coast. So they come down. I give him a place to stay. While they moving their stuff, he going back up. He going back up there to take a job. He was a Razorback. So when they come to I'm going to check him out. Yeah, I wasn't afraid of nobody. So he in my house. I get all his favorite tea and everything. And I hand him the book. He said, only 30-30 happy. I said, well, you keep it till in the morning till you, till you, uh, till you ready to go. So he looked at me like, who he thinks he is, you know? So, you know, I wake up at 3 to witching out, right? Right. This girl will wake me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I ain't never well with So I'm mad. I don't even know why I'm mad, right? It didn't, it didn't right. dawn on me. You know? So I, I come, I open the door real fast, you know, because my bedroom's right next to the kitchen. So they had to come through the kitchen because they was leaving out early because they was taking the U-Haul back. So he, he in the kitchen right there, right? Mm-hmm. Then he says, he says, only a 33rd can open up my treasure chest. Come here and give me a hug. So his son's in the kitchen, don't know what's going on. I really know what's going on, but I know what's going on. You with me? So tell me, we me having a full, we having this full conversation. And then, he, and then, when I hugged him, he said, I didn't know what all that stuff meant yet. So when I hugged him, he said, oh. And he said, uh, I said, they're already compromised. Energy, okay. You with me? Uh-huh. Right. And then he says, uh, he says, uh, I said, my wife went to a wedding. I told y'all I had something, Langdon. I said, he said, uh-huh. my wife went to a wedding. 
That's what I tell them. Number top has long trench coats and canes. So the wedding my wife went to, it was a Winchester at the wedding. Right? And the young lady looked like a little Barbie doll. So we talking about billion and trillionaires at this wedding up in Northwest Arkansas. My wife rebranded this whole company, right? It was one of the biggest deals that went down the state of Arkansas, period. Okay? Global right. recognition. Uh, the second wealthiest investor in the world invested in this company. She did all of the work for that. These were Jews. I didn't know it at the time. So-called Jews, okay. right? Right. So when I didn't know that they was already talking in the background. But in a way, I did know. I'm going to tell you how I did. Because three years prior to that, I met a man in a little checkered shirt. And I was, I was actually working as a senior. You see how all of it follows you, right? So we're right. talking about this astrology. That's really what we do. We were talking about energy. You picked me up there. We were talking about energy. So in 2010, when we started the first business, it was to help black businesses, you know, do all of their work and this, this, and this. Well, in the process of that, I was also a CNA to make the money that I needed to take care of my business while we built a business. And I was doing the CNA and I was on fire risk for this, you know, you know, I didn't mean, he was a, mm-hmm. a, a, a rich kid. He was popping pills and he almost overdosed. So this man, old man come in in this triple shirt and he's a, a real pressed up jeans. And he's got two men to his left and his right. Come to find out they're both lawyers. One's his son and other's his son-in-law. He started out of nowhere after he saw my little my little portfolio. I keep that on me wherever I go. And he mm-hmm. started telling me how Sam Walker came to him for ten thousand dollars. Now you know they had to been a long time ago. And ten thousand dollars at this time might as well have been half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And his son said he transcend, Dad, shut up, shut up. He said, No, I'm a teller. So they think he's see now, right? So he mm-hmm. tells me anyway, right? Sure, right. I'm trying to show y'all something real quick. Watch this. So not even if he wanted to, he could stop talking. So he's telling me this whole story about Sam asking for some money, telling me about the Tysons. He telling me all these big names up in his area. Okay? And then when was out, said, then I said, what's your name? He says, JT. Check me out. So fast forward. So that, they all know what's going on. Because the name of that company was Indigenous Vision. We're talking about hypnosis, right? Right. So they pick that up, come to find out, we meet another guy we was doing work with. He's a painter. His name was, last name, Smiley. Last name, Smiley. Smiley. Had a grand okay. old Smiley. So his name was Joe Smiley. Daddy's name is Dennis Smiley. Okay. I didn't know what that meant. Not, you know, I give him a good price. He never in his little storefront, little paint shop, but he got the lights on all night long. So, you know, you tell a black man, I'm thinking, you got the money. You got to leave your lights on. We are all those other business on around here. We, we poor. Baby, you need to leave your lights on at night. You know, so it, 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 it's just some curiosity to me. I tell people I'm a curious yours, man. So I finally get to one day. I walk into there. I said, hey, man, I see you got some nice things up. I never catch you. Yeah, I said, I mean, maybe I can take some pictures for you and make some mm-hmm. nice flyers for you, you know, so that way you can, you know, you know, I give him my pitch, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he goes for the pitch. $30. I said, $30. And then my wife put our little website on the back. They got this big old grand open, right? In mm-hmm. a little bitty little store. We said, right? 
We didn't even expect that, right? Damn right, it's come to find out. You know, your friend always telling your business, right? So he said, mm-hmm. we need him, he's meeting His friends say, y'all won't believe it. You know, I got my ways of getting stuff out of folks. He said, but the wealthiest person in Northwest Arkansas is in the room. I said, oh, yeah. I said, wait, yeah. I got my little camera, right? I'm just shooting pictures like I, I, I work for him, right? He okay. pointed to him as the package man in the room. Come to find out. The old man that was telling me about San Juan, he in the room, too, with the same shirt on and the same pants. So we ain't nothing maybe about an hour or two. Before we even leave, they form a circle. Hmm. We not in the circle. We outside of the circle. We the only, now, we the only black people in the room, right? Yeah. They form a circle. And telepathically, I hear them say, we won't be broken. And I didn't know wow. no better. You know, I'm still alert. This is new to me. And I say to him, you're already compromised. You see where I'm going? Well, I told one of my mm-hmm. mentors. So that was the first time. So when they invited her to a wedding, they didn't invite me. And they did a lion's ball. So they didn't invite her other friend, a white lady, and her husband. So that made the white lady mad. And it made the white lady who, wanted, who invited my wife mad. Because she didn't understand what was going on. But the whole time they talking in the background about who is these black folks doing all this work around the area. And did you know they know how to do this? So they, they understand, we understand the process even more than I understand that I understand the process. We talking about this whole, you know, Masonic uh, ancient knowledge thing. Right. I knew more than I knew. I knew. So they invited to the wedding. You know, I'm listening to I'm listening to the answers. The answers tell me, go to try to invite the girl to be your Facebook friend, the girl who invited my wife, who's getting married. And my wife tell me, before I saw all of the people that was at the wedding, she tells me about what one of the men said there. She said, did you see such and such with those shoes on? He's wearing the standard 90, like he, he's wearing, wearing these shoes, you know, like some, you know, some, you know, two three hundred dollars dress shoes, like mm-hmm. you're making a standard ninety thousand dollars a year salary. Right. So that let me know right then, before I think any of them that we dealing with billionaires. So, and they had them at the Peabody, and took a took a coach out to the land. I said, oh yeah, these these some. I got to find out what they look like. So I finally get them on camera. You know, because there's some esoteric things about that we don't, a lot of people don't know. So when I finally get, she, I get her to add me because she feel bad about what happened. Mm-hmm. All of them well. I said, I got you now. So when he came mm-hmm. and telepathically, when he asked me, well, what about them people? And I said, they already compromised. He shared information with me. I didn't even realize and then he said, I'm with Langley, 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 Langley Air Force Base. Well, at the time, I didn't know Langley was the headquarters, CIA. Right. You wouldn't? Right. And that was 2015, around the time I did the first show. Mm-hmm. Now, the point I didn't tell y'all was this. Got to get good. So, not even 15 minutes after he left, well, you know what he said? He said, I opened the treasure chest. I didn't understand that. You know, because I've been getting high like this, reading books and all kind of stuff. It's part of who I am, being on the cusp. 
Right. Cancelia. You know, I've been getting high like this and reading stuff and seeing stuff. That ain't nothing new to me. Not even 15 minutes after the man left, I'm on the internet and I'm looking at all kind of documentation, senators and all kind of stuff. So I called hmm. my guy who's been a good friend of me. He ain't never told me nothing. You know, he deals with the White House. What? Deal with the White House, huh? He deal with the White House. Mm. So I said, okay. Hey, man. Interesting. I said, I see something on here talking about private citizens for D.C. He said, oh, I got to call you back. You got a threat. I'm like, you fool. You didn't tell me nothing. <laughs> you with me? <laughs> so I go back on there. They done wiped it off, off the Internet when I saw private citizens right. of D.C. That pissed me off. So I'm like, hey, bro, that was your opportunity. I helped you get to the White House and tell me an energy transfer. You with me? That was your opportunity. You don't have to tell me nothing. But he let me know I ain't crazy. I knew, because I wasn't full of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Let me know I'm straight. Uh-huh. I knew I wasn't crazy, but let me know I'm straight. Right. He didn't do that. This little, he wanted to stay cool. I mean, you, you, you see what I'm saying? I met you when you was over here, not making 200000 a year. And you had two heart attacks in two days. And I'm keeping uh-huh. you alive. You with me? All right. Now you're in D.C., and I ask you a question, you act like you don't know what I'm talking about. I need your help. You with me? Right. The next thing I know, I see all of this stuff going on. Big time energy come through, right? Next thing I know, I'm dressed up like a Himalaya man at the VA hospital telling him I'll give you the green light. Let me talk to the highest guy on GSA level. I knew what I was saying. Uh. But I didn't know why I was saying. You, you hear what I'm saying, MK Ultra? You with me? Yeah, MK Ultra, yeah. Mind control Ultra, yeah. Mind control thing. Right. So they firing up the hydrogen collider. You know what I'm talking about? The hydrogen collider over there in Southern Switzerland? You said what now? Hydrogen colliders over there in Southern Switzerland. That's where, when they're firing those particles and they're running, it's like a, it's part of Tesla's information and a lot of Banneker's information. You know what Banneker was doing, what he was doing with the key and everything? <clears throat> so when he was doing the, when he was playing with the lightning and stuff, you know, they tried to fashion the Philadelphia experiment, right? Right. Uh, so when he was playing with the lightning, he was opening up. That's why I like Rod Zane, because he was talking about Philadelphia, which is Tom Tavern, big brother. You know that. Atlantic City and all that. You know? He said, Rod Ben says, it's the gate to hell. I didn't know that was new to me. And then he showed the astronomical chart going back to supposedly what was going on in the beginning of the country being created right there in Philadelphia. He said, that's the gate to hell. That's what Rod Ben said based on this astronomical chart. Mm-hmm. So let me catch myself. So I didn't know so CERN Switzerland, you know, CERN and uh what's that? Over there in Switzerland. Uh the, that's, the, over the, the, that's, the, that's that's dealing Stonehenge. with uh, Geneva Convention and and, and Stonehenge, right? So you got Stonehenge over there. Uh-huh. So all of that's on the thirty three. That's on the ley lines at thirty three degrees. Okay. So I'm sure I'm I'm coming back to that. So at this time when I got all that energy I go down a little rock, I do this thing, 
they they go ahead. I say, well, why y'all trying to admit me? I ain't trying to kill nobody and kill myself. So what's the problem? So he's not telling me, but he's telling me. He said, the guy you want to talk to is over at UMS. Well, you know, that's Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. You hear me? UMS? That's right. You know, Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Did Arkansas. Right. That's all Rockefeller money. Children's Hospital, all that. That's Rockefeller. All right. You know, so next thing I know, I'm in there. A guy come in in, in you know, in in, in, in Air Force uniform, and they dress him out. I'm sitting in the unit like a, you know, one of them fight wars. I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm going to wait and see. He comes sit by me. He listening to me. We ain't talking, but we talking. Next, next thing I know, he tells me, plane, the ones where we drop a bomb and you don't even know we were there. Mm. That's all he had to say. I knew why he was there. So he screamed at me. Next thing I know, a day later, old white man come in there with a dog. Mm. Let me show you how everything lined up. A little white man come in with his dog and all these veterans around here. We ain't trying to pet no dog. So I started analyzing everything. He started walking around in a circle. Now, during the time when all the information came in, if you remember, Dr. Lane, I was talking about Tom Tavern and all of the forefathers. And we were talking right, about Tom Tavern, yeah. Right. Uh, that's where the Marine Corps was established. Uh, that was a Masonic Lodge also. Exactly. Birthplace and Sun Teachers in America. Right there in Atlanta City, Philadelphia, all of that. Tom Tavern right, off, right down there in Philly, which right. is, like I said, 33 degrees axis. Right, a lot of a lot of things. I mean, cut you up. A lot of things happened in that time. No, go ahead. The Marine Corps was established there, November tenth of seventeen seventy five, mm-hmm. and that was a Masonic lodge. And you know, the, 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 that's a, that's interesting. I wonder if this is still there. Problem with a lot of the historical facts when we start talking about dates, because when I looked it up, they say Samuel Samuel the Carpenter. And somehow I looked at it, I kept doing my investigation and saw Samuel Adams. So I saw okay. him soon as Samuel Carpenter, Samuel Adams, or John Quincy Adams. I don't know. So I've been trying to figure that part out. But bottom line, this is what I realized. That was 1685. Marine Corps didn't get a uh, United States, better so. Marine Corps didn't get established to what, 17, what, uh, 1776, November right, 75 so, or 76. Like, well, right, so I'm like, but you know, you got the Royal Navy, right? Yes, yes. And then you have Marines over there. You got the British Marines. Right. Right? So I'm like, okay, so how did that go? So I look up Secrets of Naval Tradition, and I'm looking at all this else. And uh, <coughs> this is what's going on in 2015 when I was talking to y'all about the books and stuff, and when I came on the show. And then I start finding out this password because you know simple for simple fidelity, you know that means always faithful. But when right. I went into Lord Nelson and everything he did, I'm just you know using all of the you know all of this energy of this new energy I got, and I'm still breaking it down because this 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 mentor of mine I'm telling y'all about, he done been around all these high folks, you know. Mm. Okay. So I'm picking all that information up. So I'm breaking all kind of stuff. Next thing I know, I got the password. So when this man started walking around in this circle, I said, oh, this is an admiral. So uh-huh. I hit him with it. 
I'm going to tell you, I don't care. Simple, boom, bass, sub, boom, bass. That joker started kneeling. Huh. It took me probably two years to figure out what he was doing. So when so I started he started kneeling in a circle with this dog and wouldn't get up until I told him to. Huh. We on a, I'm like, here we go again. I'm supposed to be crazy. Now you in the psych ward, you acting crazy. We both can't be crazy. Uh-huh. You with me? Uh-huh. So, I come to, come to find out the, the dance he was doing, the Baphomet dance. Are you not the one sing that dance? I couldn't hear you. I can, I can, I, can, I never really saw that dance, the Baphomet dance. Check out, when you look up Sir in Switzerland, when you look up Sir in Switzerland, <laughs> and you find out the dance they did as a commemoration when they did, when they put that uh, hydrogen kaleidoscope there, and CERN would go the line with Stonehenge and all of that energy, which they mimicked that device after one of the devices they saw on the walls of Kim and one of them temples they pulled up, that they might not even be telling us we know they pulled it up yet, you know? So, hmm. okay. supposedly, yes, sir. But this was in my research. Technology that was on the walls of Kemet on National Geographic. So all this stuff, you know how the brain works when you when the, when, when you using your whole capacity of your brain, these different you know, messages started hitting me. And so that's what came up when I thought about Sir and Switzerland. I thought about the Baphomet dances they did in the first uh-huh. So when he did that, it made sense. And when I told him to get up, he got up. And I got out of here. I wasn't even in there a week. And uh, uh-huh. and uh, I remember shortly after that is when I did the show. So now fast forward. 2017, I got my brother with me. All this stuff happened. I went back up to Philly. They said they want me to be a grandmaster, state of Arkansas jurisdiction. He made me meet this guy. He said this guy get paid $300 for 15 minutes of his time. They come huh. meet him. So I'm sitting down and meet the guy. He said, oh, you're a prophet, huh? I said, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to be a bishop or whatever. He said, oh, she's good at what she do. He told me, wife. He said, oh, you're surrounded by billionaires. I said, yeah, yeah. He said, you know him. I said, yeah, yeah. Weird conversation, right? Hmm. And he said, well, okay, if you take care of my things, I'll, I'll make you grandmaster. Over I said, it's a done deal. He said, hmm. oh, I said, it's a done deal. Yeah. So leaving there, I'm driving. I'm driving. Down. Actually, before that, I'll, I'll get back to what happened before that. But let me tell you about it. So I'm driving back home because I'm trying to make it home. You know, my wife said, you need to be home by the weekend. So I ain't even take no load. I'm just going empty. So for whatever reason, I kind of got out of my route. And next thing I know, it's 12 o'clock at night. It's foggy and it's slick out there. And I don't have no traction on the back of my trailer, right? My trailer starts skidding. I catch it out of the sweet gear, so. I didn't flip it over. Next thing I know, I come to this weird construction zone. And I'm just coming out of the skid, and my tires kind of kind of come off the road a little bit. Next thing I know, the right side of my truck and trailer in the air. And I'm on the phone with a good friend of mine. She's a, she's a Virgo. All this stuff makes sense. 
Her birthday mm-hmm. is 9-11. You with me? 9-11, okay. 9/11. So my truck about to go over. I said, oh, Lord, and I yank it to the right. Next thing you know, I'm in the media. My my, my son has been saying this funny saying for the last three or four weeks. I pay attention to everything that most people think is a coincidence. He said, big truck go, that's what he's been saying for the last, at this time for the last two months. His birthday is October the 11th. Next thing I know, my truck in the median. I'm leveled out. I didn't flip my truck. I'm in the median, and the median is just weird. It's just nothing but mud. And next thing I know, I'm like, Lord, please stop the truck. The truck stopped, but it wouldn't stop until it made this sound. Crack. Okay, I guess that's what my phone was talking about. But I'm so excited that I'm not dead, right? Right. I jumped out the truck. These Mexicans come out of nowhere, Spanish folks. They said, are you all right? Because they saw my truck when I was in there. I said, if, and I'm not saying this religiously. I just want y'all to hear me. I said, if there's one thing I need y'all to know, I need y'all to know that God is sovereign. So I run out of the truck, and I'm, I'm not saying that religiously. So I run out of the truck, and I jump over this, 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 this barricade, this wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm like scratching my head like, what just happened? I just left the truck in the median. So it's saying, you know how you got the the grass median, right? This is a big ditch. Right. The truck and trail in the ditch, and it's dirt all the way up. These 20-inch tires, it's dirt all the way half up the truck. Truck couldn't move. It's stuck. Need a record, right? Right. So I go, I think the truck stop not even a block away. So I walk to the truck stop. I've met, and I've been to truck stops all over the country. They got known. And Lou and, and Snow White and the Seven Doors set up. Uh, what now? And what I would call gnomes. You know, like the little gnomes, like you know, like the uh, what's them little creatures? Them uh, the uh, Smurfs, like right, gnomes. right. I said, man, something, something going on. Don't right. No gnomes in no truck stop. So I'm, I start taking pictures. So I took pictures. I go in the truck stop. I see this lady, she got on like a lab, a pink lab coat. Didn't really think nothing of it because I was kind of tired too. And it's a man with a long lab coat. You know, like they used to wear, the butchers used to wear the lab coat back in the 50s and 60s. Probably all the way into the 80s. They still do in some right. places, right? She got on a lab coat. And she got on kind of like a lab coat too. And I'm looking at them like, they look kind of weird. But I was too worried about my truck to even think about what they got going on. So I sit down. I got my little, my uh, just in case the police showed up, I got my case with all my records. In. And I just thought to myself, I don't want to leave this right here. Somebody might get it. I can't afford it and get all my stuff. And then I get up, you know, because I was thinking about buying some food. Uh-huh. And I go back over there and look, and it's gone. And then I look over there where they at, and he says to me, boy, I didn't say it. And I ain't said nothing out loud. Oh, I put it behind here so nobody would touch it. Huh. And I'm thinking to myself, how do you know that? Now, mind you, the woman had a little light on her, but I knew I wasn't dead, so it, I just kind of overlooked it, right? She had a little light on her head. You know, like a saint? Right. Or like she might have been dead or something? I don't know. So I finally get enough courage to have a conversation with these weird people. And so I started having a conversation, they started having these weird smiles. Okay. You know, you know how somebody smiles like they know what's going on, but you don't? 
Right. So, pen. She got a pen on her on her uh, on her lapel or whatever mm-hmm. collar. I said, "What's the pen?" She said, "It's an angel holding the cat up." I said, "Excuse me." She said, "It's an angel holding the cat up." As soon as she said, "I got these transmissions," that she's talking about me. Mm-hmm. So remember, my truck was in there. I said, "Oh Lord." So what's going on? Right? Your truck was what one now? Well, my truck was in the air. The right side of my truck was in the air. And I said, oh, Lord, and it came back down. I'm talking about my truck was all in there. You know, the truck was so far in the air. The whole right side of the truck and trailer was so far in the air. I had already claimed that I was about to tip the truck off. That's how far it was in the air. And it came all the way back down straight when I Hmm. yanked the wheel to the right. That don't happen. That wasn't nothing normal about that. You know, that truck weighed a lot of weight, right? Right. So when she said it's an angel holding the cat up, and then she smiled, it's visual. I knew exactly what she was talking about. The angel was holding you up then. Exactly. So the morning, the next morning, so I went to sleep. See, y'all thinking the story halfway, watch this, and it crank up. I said, man, I can't do nothing. I ain't got no money, so I called my guy. Well, I told him he did with the White House. I said, what agency is with, right? But he did with the White House. I said, man, I need some money. I said, you know, hey, whatever you got. He said, well, I just gave my brother six thousand dollars. So I, he said, I ain't got. It. I said, well, what you got? He said, I got three hundred dollars. I said, well, let me get that so I can pay for this record. So, so uh, he said, okay, I get to you in the morning. There's nothing about this truck right now. They said, hey, you shouldn't you call the record? I said, yeah, I do it in a minute. I said, I ain't got no money for no record. Right. I I look outside. Guess what? It's it's a record out there. <laughs> I didn't call no record. Okay. Now mind y'all, I feel like I'm the only one at this truck stop, other than these two weird people, right? So right. He come out of nowhere. I look out there. No trucks out there. Nothing. We the only ones in the whole truck stop. I, nobody came around us this entire time. So I go out there talking to him. He say sixteen trucks. Fell over on their side, and he been pulling the trucks out the ditch all day. Now I really want to know what's going on. You see what I'm saying? Right. He like, well, it's gonna be seven hundred fifty dollars for me to pull it out. I said that don't even sound right, but I don't have it. So I said, well, we'll deal with this in the morning. So I wake up, I go to sleep, get my own little prayer, whatever. Go to sleep. I wake up to a sheriff being in my face, telling me, "Come on, Marine, let's get your truck." Mm-hmm. Let me stop right there. Now, the part I didn't tell y'all on my way to go talk to them boys in Philly, my mentors, them two folks tell me all this so called good news, right? Right. Me and my brother was recovering the truck. So, when I, was, I had a driver who was driving, who was going to drive my truck with me. When she started driving my truck, I picked up from Mazello, Alabama. This woman, when she was when she was 11 years old, she got hit by a big truck. Blew mm. seven feet in the air and rolled over. Whoa! Didn't break one bone. Didn't break one bone. Okay. The night I met her, it was two it was two super moons. That was around October the fifth, right? Because I looked it up today. That was around that time. Two hard big super moons. You remember that? I don't remember. I, no, I, I sure don't. 
Okay, it was two super moves. Two weird moves that happened around that time. Novello, Alabama looked like something out of scary movie. I met the girl. Something was weird about it. I didn't know. So when she started telling me about what happened to her and all this, and I was eating real good. I'm telling you, I was eating real good, eating nothing but natural stuff. So I'm as, I'm as high as a kite. She in my truck, some of the weirdest stuff happened. But the weirdest thing that happened, I was supposed to meet this guy I'm telling you all about dealing with the White House. supposed to meet him in Crystal City. So I was going to let her... I was going to let her, I was just going to meet him and go about my business. Well, I got to Jeff and Merlin's truck stop. I don't know if y'all know where this truck stop is. It's right outside D.C. It looked like a, it looked like a temple, like a pyramid, like a temple. You with me? Okay. The way the steps go up and everything. So I was tired and I've been driving. I've been trying to make money, right? trying to play catch up. So I'm going, you know, they talk about that sleep deprivation, right? Right. Lucy dreaming and stuff like that. I'm unaware of that at the time, other than what happened to me with the first police. So I'm just going to go in there and take a shower to the truck stop. Got my bag. So right when I got to the stairs, I got a Hispanic guy on my left and a black guy to my right. I was also supposed to meet that mentor, one of the guys up in Philly. He said, what time are you going to be there? I never heard nothing back from him. So I'm looking at this black guy, and I'm looking at this man, going, what y'all doing? And they're looking like, we're about to go heist. Yeah, about to, you know, like, we're about to do a heist or something. So that's kind of weird. And I just walk up the stairs, right? And it's these two chairs. All right. All right. Let me go sit in one of these chairs. So I go sit in the chair. Next thing I know, I just blacked out. And I, and I woke up out of nowhere. I said, uh-uh. And I started trying to get up, and I couldn't get up. Like, I was paralyzed. So I put my rock up. Put my rock up. Black guy came out of nowhere. The one I saw at the bottom of the stairs, he said, hey, hey, hey. Now, actually, before he came out, the policeman came. It was a policeman. He came out of nowhere. So I'm like, hey, why are you sitting there? You're not supposed to be sitting there. And I'm trying to get up, and I can't get up, right? Uh-huh. So I put my rock up. But I wasn't know what was going on. So when I put my rock up, the police, the police froze. You know, like he, like he, you know, how, you know when the police shot, shot folks with their little shot, shocking, you right. know, that's how he acted. And then the black guy come up and say, hey, man, why you sitting there? You ain't got to let him do that to you because he still, I still can't get up. So I said, well, let me sit here and play chicken because I like hearing this black guy talk, talk crazy to this police because he's talking crazy to the policeman right now. So I said, hey, man, leave him alone, man. Hey, and the police can't move. So I thought that was pretty cool. So I uh-huh. sit there for a little bit until I dropped my rock, right? And it's like my high still kicked in because I knew I could put my rock back up, but I was too entertained with what was going on, right? Right. So I finally decided I was ready to get up, so I put it back up. And when I put it back up, he hit the, the policeman was really stuck, right? He was like, <laughs> like he was burning from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this wasn't the most freakiest thing I saw, right? Because remember, I told you about all the other stuff, right? So I'm like, wow. So I said, are you ready to go? Because the black guy still telling me, hey, man, leave me alone, leave me alone. I said, are you ready to go? Are you ready to leave me alone now? You okay now? This is what I'm saying to him, right? So you know I feel good, right? Because I'm talking right. to a policeman, right? He ain't going to do nothing to me, right? So then he runs out like a little kid. And the black guy's sitting there talking to me now. And I get up. He said, hey, man, do you know who that was? And I said, no, and I don't care. He said, left, he said, left me alone. 
because I was so tired. I didn't, I didn't want the black guy to tell me who it was. And anyway, how would he know, right? But. Who was he? So I go out there, and this is a little funny thing my wife say, right? She say, I ship in a Hyundai. You know, she's from Church of God in Christ. So, you know, that's how she make fun of them when they be saying stuff. And I thought, I said, well, the Shimon Hyundai could be a man in a green car, you know, like a shamrock. Right. I go out and say, I'll make fun, so I'm going to meet the shamrock. That's what I said to her like two days ago. So I'm showing y'all, too, about creation of dimensions and how sometimes your reality can kind of play into some of these zones that create. Next I go, guess what you got on the side of this truck? A man holding up the rock and a shamrock in the middle of it. That's the sign on the side of his truck. Right? It sounds right. funny, but it's the truth. So then he says, I show him my business card. He says, hey, man, I'll take you anywhere you want to go. I look at him like, who are you? Right? Because he said he knew who that man was. He said, I'll take you. So first off, you're going to take me anywhere I got to go. At the time, I was actually going to meet the guy at Crystal City, right? Right. And the other guy who I was supposed to be meeting there, he told me Langdon Langdon Air Force Base, CIA. So I kind of was analyzing everything and putting everything together. He said, I'll take you where you go. I'm your friend. No, oh, no, I ain't going to go nowhere with him. So, <laughs> right? So, right. next thing I know, I get this surge of anxiety come in. I said, man, I don't know what this is on me. And I don't know when that policeman going to come back. So my wife called me. I said, hey, I need to get up out of here. So I take an Uber to the airport. The Uber is telling me about, you know, because I was kind of doing my study on a lot of natural stuff, and there's three particular things that a lot of doctors have studied. Naturally, enzymes in the brain, B12, folic acid, and omega-3, fish oil, right? Right. So this man started talking about, oh, I can, he could feel me tele- telepathically. He knew what I was dealing with. He said, I take a B12 shot. So this man comes on with that. I'm on my way to meet my brother. I got ask, I actually got a biological brother that's there in Baltimore. He meets me at the airport, and I'm listening to this guy. I meet my brother. My brother, for some reason at the time, he's super telepathic. Y'all with where I'm going with this? We've been talking about this for years, and we, it was coming, right? Uh-huh. So my brother's feeling me. We ain't even talking that much. And... He's not talking, but he knows exactly what's going on. So I get on the plane. I get on the plane. I get home. I do some research, and I figure out all three of the enzymes you can get in salmon, cod, and tuna. Hmm. So instead of doing, so I take some salmon and I come all the way down. All that anxiety just disappeared. Salmon and tuna. I got the package. You know, in these dollar packages. I didn't care, and I slept like a baby. I said, well, I ain't got to do no shot, because I ain't want to do no shot no way. I don't know what they put in that shot. Right. So right after that, boom, that's when I ended up, she driving the truck home. She ended up abandoning the truck in Baltimore. I mean, not Baltimore, down in Birmingham. I get my little brother, he's in Houston. Me and him go pick it up. My little brother's driving license thing, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's a vigilante. You know, and I told I don't think I talked to Dr. Bale. Like, you know, he's... He he trying to do he trying to do his you know, his his paperwork, right? But he ain't got his paperwork. Okay. So he driving my car and I'm driving the truck. You say he's trying to do his he paperwork but he don't have his paperwork? Excuse me. You he's say he's trying he to do, do it, it but he ain't done it. Oh yeah, he's trying to do okay. his paperwork. 
he one of them people claim he gonna claim nationality, but he ain't did nothing to claim it. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wanted them. He wanted them. One of them fools. He gonna claim it, but he ain't got nothing to stuff to nobody claims. So nothing, nothing about nothing. Right? Okay. All right. And he's a Virgo. Nothing against Virgos. Young Virgo, not an older Virgo. Older Virgo are pretty, pretty wise people. Uh, so he driving the charger. I don't know if y'all are aware of Franklin County. Y'all aware of Franklin County, Georgia, United States of Georgia? No, I'm not aware of it. Did you hear what I just said? United States of Georgia? United States of Georgia, yes. What you heard, that's what I heard you say. Franklin County, United States of Georgia. I've never heard of it. United States of Georgia. United States of Georgia. Of Georgia. Of Georgia. Okay. okay. Uh, you won't have to help me with that one. We're walking in that direction, so check this out. So we coming through there, you know, any other police trap. I hit the brakes. I'm in the big truck. He following me. He behind me, so they stop him. I didn't know nothing about Franklin County. Boy, they stopped him. They stopped him. I know they were stopping him because he was behind me. They stopped him. His driver license stuff ain't right. So he's going to try to tell them what jurisdiction y'all in, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to ask them what jurisdiction y'all in. That's when they told him the United States of Georgia. I'm on the other phone listening. I said, he ain't got his stuff together. I'm just going to tell him to get my birthday. So I tell him to uh-huh. tell my birthday that he ain't going to ride the car. Okay. I come out with, I come out. I come out with the rocker. And I got my Eagle Globe. And I, ain't, I got my Compass Square and Rule. You don't know. They throw you up against the car. and shoot you, right? You come out uh-huh. in the mouth. I'm in the truck. He's being real nice. And I showed one of my mentors' business card. I said, hey, man, you know, let's look about this. You know, it was no problem. Listen, the next thing I know, I'm going back and forth with these guys. They said, well, he did this and he wouldn't do that. And who is your mentor or whoever, your friend? I said, no, he's like a father. They picking me, brother. All right? So, uh-huh. I tell him I don't want to have to call him. I show him the business card. He said, "Oh, go ahead and get a call. We're gonna do. Go ahead and get back in the truck. We're gonna, we're gonna, we'll call you here in a second. So he come back and get me. He said, "Now tell him what you just told me." So I hear him with. I realized they got body cameras on. I said, "Okay, you trying to say it now?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay." I said, "Well, well, we brothers, right?" They see my head. We brothers, right? They don't want to answer. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, I said, I don't want to cause no problems. We was already going our way, blah, 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 blah. <coughs> Next thing you know, the the record comes up. They said, we don't need to take your car or your truck. I said, I don't understand why you got to take either one of them. Both of them, both of them got records on him. You, you take him, I understand that, but taking a, you know, you know, doing our own thing. Well, we going to do this. I said, oh, these some different folks. I said, well, you do what you need to do. I'll meet you down at the station. They ain't expected. We get out at the station. We're going back and forth. They done said to the Soviet Marine, right? He wearing his uh, eagle over ankle on his collar. I ain't never seen them before. That man, these folks got his collar. He had a, a one-arm collar. He wearing his eagle over ankle. You know the one. You know the one you wear on your white cover. You know your uh 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 your dress cover. Oh, yeah, dress blue on or black bills. Dress blue cover. The one you wear on your dress blue hat, the one you wear right there center 
like your third on the cover? Eye. Oh, okay. Right okay. On the white you. cover, yeah. Okay, I got it. He got that on his uniform. On his uniform, that same Eagle Old Anchor, he's wearing on his uniform. So I didn't come. I took my hat off. The ancestors said, don't come in there with the hat off. They're trying to set you up. So I took that off, and I went in there. I walked in there, and I saw him. He's standing there with the guy, the regular office person, the clerk. And I said, mm. how you doing, brother? And then mm. he looking like, okay, why you ain't say Timber 5? So then I hit him with, I see you got your eagle lobe and anchor on. He mm. looks down and disappointment and walks off. Mm. And when he walks off, I go back. And I come back. Now, mind you, they got this weird, they got this weird allegory on the door, this weird logo. And it's uh-huh. got this man pouring up at the dome like a dome of the rock. Okay. And he got two pillars. And I'm trying to see okay. All right. So then they got another person. So the other person, I'm calling my uncle. Now, Clinton went to my uncle's wedding when he was governor. You with me? Okay. That was around the time that everything was coming out of me. My uncle went to jail for three years. He in the newspaper. He went to jail for three years. He in the newspaper. Now he don't deal. With, now he don't deal with the lies no more. He don't deal with the lies yes, no more. Okay. He, he, he did not. He's in the three years. What three years for what? Did, what what, what, what was it? This is in Little Rock, so you know a lot of dope was coming through Little Rock. Uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Arkansas. So okay. this is between eighty-eight and ninety-four. Okay. You with me? Okay. Now he don't deal with lies no more. Okay, I got you. So I called him. I said, "Hey, they got Marlon down here in this place. I don't know what's going on." I called my buddy. He say they don't. They can't deal with the United States of Georgia. My buddy in Quantico. I said, "How you can't deal with him? We can't deal with him." I mean, clicking. I said, you can't do nothing. I said, I know what he was saying. It wasn't making no sense. You can't do nothing. I can't do nothing. He said, whatever you was going to do, that's when you need to call. So I called him. He said, hey, I'm, he said, I'm going to get back to this guy. One of my mentors, he's Jamaican, right? Uh-huh. He said, I'm going to get down here. I'm going to call him. So another guy go up. I come back to him. This guy, I'm talking to this guy. I forget exactly all of what I said. Next thing I know, he puts up his index finger. In a round circle, he says, I'm with the Lord. So I said, I'm with the Lord, too. And he felt me. Mm. And he comes outside of the door. And he says, I'm getting a strange number for D.C. And I said, you're going to keep on getting it, too. And P.C., <laughs> the phone rang. I said, see? Then he goes and he frowns like the other guy. And he goes back and I never saw him again. Now this old lady sitting in the front. And she says to me, I didn't say nothing. She says, my son has been in there for a year. And I go up and I shake her hand. I said, well, you're going to see some magic today. <laughs> so I went back. I want y'all to kiss the allegory in this. Because we could say that some of these things are coincidental, but I know we know better, right? Long story short, that's how the whole day went. They never let him go. I got on the road that night. Now, you know, I'm tired. I drove 24 hours. I'm in North Carolina. I'm around you guys now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> A part that breaks on my truck that never said it's a metal part. Come to find out, this part don't even break. It breaks. I'm all day trying to figure out what I'm going to do. My brother in jail in the place that they say he can't get out, and everybody's telling me he's going to be there possibly for a year. 
Mm. I'm wrestling all day trying to figure out how I'm going to fix this truck. Barely got any money going with these folks. Still ain't got up there to pity like I told y'all I was going up there, right? And that's where I'm on my way to. Drop the load off in D.C. and I'm going to go to Philly. But I got this truck problem. And next thing I know, the guy said, you need to go to her locker. Y'all seen them bleed blue flags? Them blue flags? Green bleed blue, blue. Flags. With a whole flag. There's no red in it. There's no white. It's just got a blue, blue ribbon through it. I think I have. I, I get to this little shop. I get to this little shop they call Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. I heard of the movie Hurt Locker. Mm-hmm. You heard of it. What'd you call it? The movie The Hurt Locker. But this is Her Locker. Like Her Locker. Okay. Like ISIS. Like ISIS. I'm going to go ahead and give you the hint on that. Like okay. ISIS. Her Locker. Okay. So I get there. They fix him a truck. And they say, you going back to the break room. I see a big old flag. The only other place I ever seen this flag was on police. They might wear it on their lapel or something, like a little sign or something, right. like an order. I said, are you police? He said, no. And then I feel myself getting tired. So I slept good that day. I don't know why I'm getting tired. You, you hear me doing that thing again like DC Snipes? I'm getting tired. Right. So I didn't let it go. I fell asleep. I wake up. The owner's wife's sitting there. I said, you want some water? Weird stuff, right? Why is she sitting there and I wake up, right? Mm-hmm. Take the water. Because I'm really stressing about my little brother being in this jail and I don't know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, now the guy, he's supposed to be going to get the car, which he claimed he already had the car, showed it to me, but he's going to Greenbrier anyway. So... I drink the water, come back down. He comes, come back. He got somebody with him. Okay. I asked him, you know, is he police? He said, no. The guy come out, no. He said, what about Carmichael? He never answered my, he never answered my question about that flag. And this other guy come with him out of nowhere. Now it's about five of them standing around me. Hmm. You know, I see something going on, but I play right. it anyway, right? That's what I do. I'm a Leo. I don't care. I like a show. So... He said, what about Cabernacle? He said, would you have taken a knee? <laughs> I said, no, I wouldn't have took a knee. He said, you wouldn't? I said, no. I didn't make too much money for that. Yeah, there's, two, there's other ways you could deal with things like that. Uh, and they felt me. I said, he got all that money. He could put it in legislation. All kinds of stuff. I need to keep on asking this question. What about Cabernacle? <laughs> and then the owner come out because he said these are his sons. Y'all catch me? Mm-hmm. And then he said, Dad, Dad, <clears throat> can I put her locker on the side of the truck, a sticker? With her locker on the side of okay. Slower. I'm acting a little slow. I don't get none of this right now, right? Okay. But I obviously, whatever it was, if I, it was a test, I passed it, right? Right. So somewhere in the process, before the guy came up, he asked me. I asked him, I said, how much? Because you never told me a price. You know, you don't do business with nobody. They don't tell you a price about how much it's going to cost. But some told me, don't even ask him. Go along with it. So he mm-hmm. said $750. He knew I knew it was high. I knew it was high. 
So I'm thinking in my mind, I ain't said nothing out loud. He's racist, Joe. He tried me all his money. He said, no, no. He said, he said, we're not Franklin County. We're something like Franklin County, but we're not Franklin County. Hmm. I said, well, y'all, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, you're acting like it to me. You with me? Right. But... So when all of this happened, after that happened, they put her lock on the side. He said, okay, you can go pay now. So when I go in there to pay, I was so broke, y'all. I'm going to five different, uh, different uh, credit cards. Just to pay this this man his money. Mm-hmm. Some told me you got to figure out how to pay him. So I, I, the credit cards worked. Mm-hmm. Then one of his so-called sons come through. He got a pistol on his arm. Now remember, I asked him. I said, "Are you police?" Wow. And then he listening to me. I said, "I see you, but I ain't scared of you." In my mind, he walks off. So I'm tallying all of this stuff on the side. I said, he's a mercenary. It's because in the process, they asked me, well, what do you think about the American flag? Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm going to bring Taji in this for a second. Taji was talking about Obama putting the Moorish flag right next to the American flag. Did mm-hmm. y'all see that one? I didn't see that one. You said Taji was talking about putting the Moorish flag next to the uh Right, he was showing when when uh, Obama was on TV with Hillary, and they were standing behind the Moorish and American flag. Right. Okay. I saw that one. So when they asked me, "What do you feel about? What do you feel about the American flag? The CIA? You with me?" I hear you. So all I'm tallying all the way up, they mercenaries. They go out and they hit me. Right. So they listen to me the whole time because they're trying to figure out, you don't stop that. So I went into what they call an ecclesiastical jurisdiction. Y'all yeah. aware of that stuff, spiritual jurisdiction? Huh. So this is the basis of what a lot of the stuff that Ty is talking about when he starts, when he's going through different jurisdictions. The stuff that that fits onto is spiritual stuff. So we do understand that they're dealing with spells anyway, right? Right. I ended up having to go do my research after all of this stuff happened to find it because I couldn't understand why my truck stopped right there. Because so even the guy was tripping. And why we even stopped in Franklin County, why they was able to catch us in Franklin County like that. The energy that I had dealing with all this other stuff, okay, I'm shaking hands. I had never been on the East Coast with my truck over in these areas. Well, you got Benjamin Banneker. You know, Franklin County, that's Benjamin Banneker. So come to find out, when I finally got up there, after I got my truck back on the road, and I went up to Philly, well, you know, one minute, he said, you need to put a 33-degree lock on there. And then, he, and then I smiled at him. He said, oh. You can't take something from somebody's experience. I said, well, you can get it. You can have it. All right. Okay? He smiled at me. And then he, re- he read something off of me. He said, because I, I talked to a Caribbean guy when I was in Christmas City, and I was supposed to visit my friend the next time. And the Caribbean guy said, oh, the Caribbean guy, just like my, 
my mentor is Jamaican, he said, turn the key sideways, then the intruder can't get in. Everything they talking about is spiritual. Okay. When you're dealing with jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does this got to do with all this stuff that's going on around the country? And I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to the point at the same time, but I did want to walk y'all through right, how this has right. to do when you get with my truck. So all of this happened. I went up to Philly. I'm dealing with them. I get down. That happened. I'm seeing these two people that clearly the clothes they're wearing are not 2017 18 clothes. I saw this so-called gentleman that looked like a young version of Holly Kulaki in his bathroom. That didn't look normal to me either. But neither did the snake I saw with my daddy. So all this stuff going on after the eclipse. And um, what I did not know, you guys, two weeks after. So, oh, that's what I was going to tell you. The next day, somewhere like the next day, uh, or about a week, no, about a week after, about, yeah, the next day after that, after I dealt with some guys at her locker, my brother getting out of jail. Uh-huh. So he said, he good, let him out. Now, all this is foreign to me. Okay. So I get over there, I got him. Everything happened with the uh, with the truck, all this stuff happened with these folks. And then when I go back up there, I go home, my brother, I, I sent a guy down there to get my car and go pick up my brother. So that happened. There's a check in my car for $3,500 from American Airlines. I did nothing for American Airlines to have a check, right? Right. So I said, okay. I didn't know about the check until the next day. So so everything happened right with the truck. I couldn't move my truck, so how I get home, right? Right. They tell me they ain't got no cab and they ain't got no Uber. So I don't know how I'm going to get to Indianapolis Airport to get a rental car or to fly home. So I do the thing where any Marine would do, right? I start walking on the highway. Okay. I turn my cover backwards. I turn my, uh, <laughs> you know, I where, you, where, where you get some attention. Man, and I start, hey, you know, I start, I start, uh, I start power walking. Because if you're a devil dog and if you, you know, if you anything else, you're going to know what that is. Snake right. Snake or a state trooper come down the highway. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got his lights. Are you with me? All right. What you? Come down the highway. He see me. You know, I get my 45. I got my stuff all in front of me. All my IDs and everything. One of my mentors' cars, I got both of their cars on me. So when I get my lights, I get both of their cars. He go look everything up. Next thing I know, he said, he, I said, well, you know you're my brother, right? She said, yeah, I'm on. We bleed green, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bring his superior superior. Superior ain't got no bands, no nothing on. <laughs> right? Come to find out right. 30, 30. So who are, whoever these mentors of mine, right? Okay. Whoever they is. You with me? They made him not even want to wear no badge. He ain't got no badge, no ID, no nothing on him. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, he said, okay, leave. So I get in the car with this guy. He said, okay, I'll take you to the next town. He said, take him to the next town. That's what his superior said. I get to talking to him. He starts. He felt me. He pulled from me. Now he's tearing up. All right. They tell me to drop me off the next time. He said, no, I'm going to take him all the way to Indianapolis. 
I ain't never seen no white man say that. <laughs> they still telling him to drop me off. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna take them all away. So what he know about what? So everybody talking about they know they talked about my truck all around the town. You with me? I would. Oh, you the one who ended up doing that. Right. So they've been talking about you. Yeah, I was talking. So why they want him to drive me out? What y'all trying to do to me? You with me? I would. So that made me think because last time I was in Indiana, the policeman I charged up. I ain't heard nothing about the ticket either. They oh. took off. Well, I'm sure he probably killed himself. I don't know. Because I know he got charged up pretty good. He went into the deep. I'm the only other person I know deal with them books like that. And I'm sure it's people that do, like my other mentor I told you. They all only thirty dollars had these books. He run around with his shoes untied. That's an old man's trick. You with me? I'm with you. So all of this going on, so when I tell him, that's why he wanted me to meet the bishop. So all this going on, I get home, see the $35 check. I go down to Dallas to find out what's going on, because I want answers. I want them to talk to me and have a real conversation with me about what's going on. These folks down here say, oh, we don't know what's going on with the check. You need to go to headquarters. On my way to headquarters, it's a matter of fact, on my way into Dallas to American Airlines, it's a plane on the runway crash, and ain't nobody trying to put the fire out. That didn't make no sense to me. Huh. So I'm like, what is that? I wanted to stop and take a picture, but I did. So I got down to headquarters. I got down to headquarters. And I started asking them about this check. I said, what is this? They said, oh, no. No. I'm still asking all these questions. I got security guard around. I said, you tell me what this check is and why you're right. in my car. Oh, no, it don't look like a real check. And then this woman come out of nowhere, grab it, go up to the front, go into a room. A bunch of people come in the room. She come back. Well, another woman come back. So it's a fake check. It ain't real. I said, I don't care if it's real or whatever. Why y'all putting it in my car? We didn't put it in your car. I said, well, you need to find out who's in it and what's going on. The other woman come back and say, we can't give you no money. I'm thinking about the no money. You in the bank. Statement is that, right? Right. And he said, but we have resources. I said, well, I like resources. You with me? Right. Now, what I didn't tell you is when I got to Indianapolis, I meet this, well, it's a crucial black man. So while all this stuff going down, been the, this whole thing setting up up there, I'm supposed to meet with them and do a ceremony down the line. Okay, he said, I'll be down there. So he, I get on the plane. I'm getting ready to get on the plane. And, you know, I'm, I'm like I remember I told you, I've been eating good, you know, eating the right stuff. You know, that that that, that energy is there. A captain, American Airlines. I'm getting on an American Airlines jet. And he asked me, this is before I went down to Dallas and asked him all this information. He said, uh-huh. are you issued? I said, well, I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm going to go and play along because I want to know uh-huh. where he's going, right? Right. This is before I even knew it was a kick left in my car. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. He says, we're getting your stuff together. I'm like, come on, man. Right? Right. I, said, I didn't know what that meant, right? 
right. so I finally got a chance to look up issue. Issue's supposed to be the intermediate between the spiritual world and humans. Mm. Oh hell! <laughs> I said I guess that sounds about right. I, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff happen, right? And snakes and right. You well, know what I'm saying? Right? Through your journey, yeah. I guess I could do that. So oh, I was about to get intense, y'all. So I get I went home dealing with them. Went down to Dallas. She told me she got resources. I don't know what that means. She didn't give me then the other woman come back. Said, oh, the check the check is counterfeit. I said, well, I got plenty of money. I don't ain't need no money nowhere. I just want you want to hear what y'all got to say. Right. So I tell her about my guy out there dealing with the warehouse. She said, well, what's his name? I told her his name. I said, you go deal with that. That's how I was talking to him. And uh, so I get up and I pick my car. I, I meet my pick my friend up because he wanted to do he wanted to do Thanksgiving and eating. So after eating, I was gonna go back to Philly in my car. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's a, he's a, he do a lot of African import goods and stuff like that. So I, he gave me his real special canes. And a very intriguing man I met in Edenton. This guy was old, uh, Delta Force, old black guy, Delta <clears throat> Force. And he was saying, man, something ain't right about this guy. Check him out for me. I check him out. He lit. He gave me the back way to get to Philly. So about 2 o'clock in the morning, some drained me. We, we keep talking about this draining, right? Now, I'm tired, but I ain't that tired. I got uh-huh. so bad, I have to pull into this little gas station. I'm in Jersey now. And the white guy, he had a Marine Corps hat on. Remember, I keep talking about these spiritual jurisdictions, right? Right. So I'm talking to him. He tell me something about when he was in Iraq. He was on some kind of machine. He was doing posts on the machine that they were using to detect, to try to detect. This is what they told him anyway. To try yeah. to detect uh, nuclear weapons. And he began to uh, vibrate from his head to his toe. I said, oh, they opened you all the way up. <clears throat> so he's sitting there telling me, he, looking, he waits for demons and stuff. <clears throat> And I was sitting there thinking about well, I ain't quite a demon. Well, I can see you look, you know. You did catch an angel in my book, right? And uh, right. next thing I know, he pulled these weapons out. He looked like he, looked like he had some stuff out of out of the Middle Ages. He had a double axe, and long machete. <laughs> you know? So when we look at this, you know, I sound like Bobby when I or, or Doctor Lane when I say something like what I'm going to say now. So putting it together. In my book, I'm I'm like esoterically. I'm like, oh man, they done, this guy from the spiritual world. He set up here on guard. Mm-hmm. And then him being a marine, you know, I don't, you know, because you know, I feel like the ancestors are trying to show me something. Just because right. they look white, don't mean they always white. Right. And they could be. They could have already been inhabited. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we got to pay attention. Bobby was talking about that a while back. He was talking about Bobby Hinton was talking about you got to pay attention because you never know. Because he was talking about Gabriel. He was talking about Gabriel. He saw some of the angels. Some of the angels are one hundred percent recessive. Right. So when he, well, that, that's what came to mind when I'm dealing with him. So I went ahead and I got all the way into Philly. 
I got the feeling I went a mile to that one pick up some things. Well, I didn't be obedient to wherever the energy said go. Next thing I know, I'm talking to a little Chinese woman, and I'm telling them about electric and magnetic. The left side of your body is electric, the right side is magnetic. She got the little red dot on her eye. And next thing I know, I had my cane with me. I had my bag. Next thing I know, she runs to the bag. I look around. I didn't realize my cane was gone. And I got to use the bathroom. So I go to I go try to find a bag. You couldn't find a bag. I get to the car. I look up. There's a van full of look like illegal illegal Asians in the van. Then I heard something say, "Where's you? illegal Asians? You know, like immigrants, right? Packed up in this little white van." Okay. And some say, "Where's you came? You with me? Right. What? So I'm looking in the car for McCain. Can't find McCain. I go back in there. And I go back in the store. Something changed. The energy changed. The people are acting more hostile. Mm-hmm. These women got more power than I thought. Because what I was talking to her about, I said, see, you've been taking stuff from people. You've been taking more than you've been giving. Mm. This is what I was saying to her. She asked to stole my hand. And now I'm going back into the tattoo, and I didn't even realize she stole my plane goods yet. But it dawned on me when she came back out that she stole my cane. She wow. turned the people against me. I was unaware that you could even do that to folks. Next thing I know, I go, I said, okay, you stole my cane. I can't prove it. She said, well, I'll go get, I'll go get the security. I said, go get them. You know, I'm feeling myself, right? Right. I said, you know, I ain't going to deal with that right now. So I changed my clothes. You know, I realized where the energy's on. Like I said, it's Philly. Energy zone. I'm wide open. I changed my clothes. And I got an all green. Next thing I know, I see a mile from Asian folk. When I come back in there, a mile from that folks with green. I said, okay, my people are in now. So I know what I'm saying. It's not a little bit out there. But well, I we're having a mystical journey. That's all. Man, I'm telling you. So I go to one of the Asian centers and I say, I need some, I need some more Oriental energy. Okay. And he said, we don't got nothing here. I said, what do you mean? You're selling all this stuff to black folks, stuff. You ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing to look like your stuff? Tell me some of your stuff. We don't have nothing here. We don't have nothing here. I said, so you mean to so I'm putting everything here. You mean to tell me, because I'm thinking about this one still in my cane. Why she still in my cane? See, they know something about a lot of stuff. We don't realize. Right. So I'm putting everything. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting madder and madder every time, I'm, every time I think about it. I'm like, so they got all these Asian stores set up all around the country. They selling stuff that look like our stuff. Why they ain't got no Asian stuff in them? Because that's the way trade works, right? You sell your stuff to other people, and they right. sell their stuff to you. Why they selling uh-huh. stuff that look like our stuff to us? And they understand the power of energy. Yes, they do. Okay? So next thing I know, I put my rock up. I see a more side to America guy there. I start talking to him. I see, oh, you saw the I told him about this. Man, he said, oh, you saw the couch with us. I said, I don't know what a couch with is. Okay. And he started huh. telling me, they do business with the Chinese. They do business with the Chinese. <laughs> well, how you do that? You know what I'm saying? Right. How you do that? And he said, well, go down to Kane Avenue. You with me? In Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go down there. He said, you do you, you that's an Oriental temple. Black folks got Oriental temple down there. 
how black folks got Oyu Temple? So I'm real curious, right? Right. So I go down there looking for this Oyu Temple. And I ain't called my mentors and let them know it was in the area. I think they had something to do with why I had to stop at all these points, too. Because they didn't clear okay. energy out. So I called them. They tripping. But they weren't saying nothing, but I could feel it on them. They're like, how you going to be up here and you ain't called us? They tried to figure out how I got up there. That's why I read that. So when I get with you, and they acted kind of weird, and uh, I go to one of the Asian shops, you know, because I went down with them yet. On the way, because I thought I was in an Asian shop on the way to where they wanted me to meet them. Uh-huh. And I went in there and asked them about some, let me get some of that Oriental energy. She got mad. She got scared. I said, well, let me go. I'm going to leave her alone. Now she answered my question. I got over there. I'm in the park and I'm waiting on them. So I meet them. They had a little meeting they had to go to. And we were talking a little bit about Lodgeworth. And then I asked them about the snake again. And my, the guy who was bringing me in, and he said, Tell him, Bishop. He said, not uh, yet. You catch me? Right. And so I'm thinking, it would have been nice for y'all to tell me, but as far as I'm concerned, you just told me. You catch me? This was about the snake I saw. Now, mind you, somewhere on between that time and all the middle of the stuff, I met a white guy. Who was supposed to be, he called himself a chaplain for the Outlaw Motorcycle Club. Mm. And I told him about the snakes. And he said, that's an Old Testament. And he was talking about the whole thing about, I think I was talking about this earlier here in this, in this episode, in, in, in what we are right. talking about. He said, that's, you know, that's when the, uh, uh, the demiurge or the dark side go out and then the angels take the place. Well, you know, one of the presidents said that. He said, if angels were to govern, there would be no need for a government. So when they said what they said about that, and I thought about how to select, I said, okay, I got a set of keys. So that night, after meeting with them, I left my mentor's house, and I was trying to go trying to go meet Taj. You with me? I wasn't. I was going to meet Taj, Kurt. But I just wanted to go to the, I'm up in Philly. I'm trying to go to the temple. If he there, he there. If he ain't, he ain't, right? Mm-hmm. So I go by this Orient Temple. Trying to see what they talking about. Talking about the black person telling me that oh yeah, they knew something about what was going to mentor. Next thing I know, I'm over here on Kane Avenue in Camden, New Jersey. With huh. got a car full of my stuff from picking it up out of my truck. You know I'm going with this man. Huh? Ten o'clock at night. Huh. A man told me when I find the oil, he said, "Go down the block. It's a bar down there." And the Masons be there, and you can ask them questions about the Oriental Temple. I go in there, and uh, I start asking people over at the little stuff. And then I go in there, and talking to some of these Arab guys. And I ask them, I ain't told nobody yet, so y'all give me exclusive. I said, sir, I said, y'all doing the charity in the neighborhood? They're like, no, nah, we don't do any charity. Why do you ask? With me? You all going? He said, why do you ask us you got 90 days? Why 90 days? Hmm? Why 90 days? I don't even know why I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm just being obedient, right? Okay. Remember, we talking about mind control. Right. Okay? Right, there you Next go. thing I know, three minutes later, two kids came out of nowhere. I don't know these kids. I'm not from the area. 
They said, you rent your own. You rent your own. You see what was on? I said, no. I own. Huh. He said, well, we want to rent from you. I said, no. I, got, I, said, I said, okay. I said, but I got plenty of money. I, was, I said, can I take this? He was like, no. I said, oh. That's why I'm thinking in my mind. Okay. Uh-huh. I can't take you no more. He said, no. Nah. He said, we want to take your car on the joint ride. Okay. Well, come, let me show you some books. So guess this book I pulled out, that black book. So he picked a trick. I said, check this out. So I pulled it out. I said, I want to help you guys. Their eyes dart. And they got one hand in their hand. Oh, God. I said, I want to help you guys. You guys seem to be real good young men. And I want to help y'all. I want to help y'all. Do some things for your neighborhood. <laughs> Next thing I know, somewhere in between the time a man came out of nowhere. I guess he wanted to see why it's taking so long. So I took out my Apple Watch. I gave it to him. He gave it back to him. He took off. Uh-huh. So who are the crazy maniacs? I don't want no father. I guess. I don't know what he was thinking. Uh-huh. That's what I assumed. And he left uh-huh. the man. So, or either he did know what was going on, and that was enough said. So next thing uh-huh. I know, the young, the one to the right, he pulled from me, and the answer went to the left. He go to, I said something to, to the effect of, I said, y'all want my car, but I need to let y'all know this is my inner shit. You understand that, right? right. He said, I'm not I do, do. I said, I'm not afraid to die. I never said I would do anything to you. I said, I don't do blood. Right. Next thing I know, he go to pull his gun. The other one pulled from me. He said, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't do that. He put it on so you, man. Right. Uh-huh. He got to pull his gun out. The other one said, don't do it. So he said, we don't want to take your car uh-huh. on the joyride. I said, oh, they get on the answer. I said, well, let me go and ask him a question. So I hit him. I hit him with a sign. I said, what if I say no? They start pulling out ski bags. I said, well, before right. you do that, here are the keys. I walked away. Some, from that point, it was like a dark haze came over. And they said, don't look back. Now, one was dressed in all red. One was dressed in all black. And I was on Kane Avenue. And I know this might sound weird. I said, could this be a Cain and Abel ritual? Could be. Next thing I know, I'm dealing with these folks over here, these police. And going back and forth, detective after detective, and one of them coming with this woman. No, actually in the middle of the road on Ferry Avenue. Uh-huh. It kind of brought up the guy who was, it was one of the guys at the gas station. He claimed he was a Marine, but then he said he had four brags or something like that. So I said, well, you're not, you're not a Marine, but you're still my brother anyway. Right. But he says he DHS. Watch this. I get around the block. I'm running around the block. I got the police on the phone. Child, my, mom, my wife told her she, everything good. I'm alive. She said, call the police. I call the police. I said, well, you need to stop. I said, hey, stop right now. I don't know where I'm at. Let me get someone there. 
police, four police in the road. Detective come out of nowhere. Watch where I'm going. I know it's the door right here. Mm-hmm. Then we get everything going. And that night, I'm at the precinct. Uh-huh. These ain't no regular policemen, I realize. Uh-huh. He got me sitting next to this woman. It's, they start talking to her in code. Uh-huh. And the little girl said, it's going to be all right to the little girl. She said, I know that. Uh-huh. They said something to the woman about one of them got a bracelet on and one of them got a toe tag. Remember uh-huh. I told one of the young men? I didn't tell you at the beginning of the conversation. I told them, y'all know this y'all last chance, right? And they start talking to each other, talking about, we just talking about this. Uh-huh. And somewhere and I pulled out an iPad, brand new iPad. Gave it to them. They prayed with it. Come to find out, they got in a high-speed chase from what the information I got. One of them lost their life. Car was totaled out. Uh-huh. I did with my mentor. That night, they dropped me off at the police. I had to run. I had to go find someone. I, I, I used the address, got to one of my mentor's house. He put uh-huh. my Sonic shirt on. What the hell going on? When? That morning, they said, okay, we need to get with uh, these folks, because that might be somebody I'm not going to say. Some of these folks over there, we think we know the group. Right. It is. Hmm. I said, okay. Next thing I know, going back and forth, he said, all right. He said, they initiated you. Hmm. Hey, you know, it makes sense right off of me, but he said, I'm going to suspend such and such and such and such and such and such. Okay. That night, I'm trying to tell the story to the, to the young man who introduced me to his father. He get mad. He ready to try to hurt me. Huh. I go outside. I said, well, let me leave your house, man, before it gets a little too hot in here. Right. I said, I can get an Uber and go to the hotel and I can get out of here. We ain't got to do that. Because he put, he put on a hoodie. Uh-huh. So, oh, no, I just got to be dealing with hoodies. We're not going to do that. So his dad's standing outside. Said, oh, okay. He's standing outside as I walk out. Uh, somewhere in the conversation of this transaction, he said, I'm the best in the world. Women? The witches? And I'm thinking, well, he said, he the best in the world. I said, well, you the best in the world, and I opened you up. What does that make me? I say this in my mind. He frowns. Somewhere between that night, I heard a bell go off in my head. Bing, my wife called and said, I got, I'm getting you on a flight right now. So I'm on a flight. Now, this is where it gets. I'm at this. I tell him, I'm going to just get in the hotel on the way. I'm just, like, feeling like somebody had somebody come and get me. The head guy tell my mentor, Get you know, go ahead and take him to the hotel. I'm looking at the hotel. There's people walking around the outside of the hotel. I said, Oh no. Just take me to the airport. So we going around in the circle, GPS jacks up. I said, uh uh-uh. uh. He said, You got to tell me where to go. Uh-huh. I'm not from there, right? Right. But somewhere in it when he told me what he told me. About the about you know what they had going on, I knew what I I knew I got set up. Ah, okay. 
So he guess why I'm going American Airlines again. Huh. The first flight going that morning. The first the first flight going to South Carolina. Then for uh, North Carolina, where you guys at? Right there, North Carolina. So then I go right. into Dallas. The second flight, I look like I'm on a. I look like I'm on an Air Force One. The woman sitting right next to me is supposed to be the head woman of FEMA. She did with natural disasters. Everybody uh, else in there, they increased up clothes and briefcases. You with me? No, nah, this where it kicked. This one I knew for a fact. Everything was lined up. The steward has come through. I can't call what he had on the Sunday. He had to be, you know, satanic, so to speak. This boy was in some. This boy was in some deep. While the stuff he had on his tie. Have you right. ever seen a steward on a major airline with something like that on his tie? I haven't. <laughs> and he stood there in front of my seat until I realized what he was. I said, oh, "I got you." So I get into Dallas, and you know I got all this energy on me, right? Because all this stuff going on, and this let's just say, yeah, great. My wife, my wife meets me. I ain't call her yet. She meets me. My wife always been kind of pretty. Like I said, she called me and she know what time she got me on the flight. I already been geeking my wife for for the last three weeks at that time, right? She geeking up, getting her ready just in case we do do something with what they got going on. I wasn't going to make my wife try to take over what I had going on in my household, right? Right. So I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting her ready. And for whatever reason, my high still kicked in to even know to do that. So she she at the airport, and I ain't even called her. She coming, as I'm leaving the, out the front door, you know, out the door where you get out, she coming right in the door to meet me. I said, oh, it was only one other year she ever did this. Uh-huh. Okay, it's like that. So we get to her hometown. We get out, we get my son, and then she said, okay, let's go. But I want to stop by the graveyard. You see how I just keep getting old. The story just keeps right. juicy and juicy. She said, I want to see my granddad. Her granddad is 33rd. This man, okay. he told me. He said, he said, on his deathbed, this is what he tell me. He said, he said, they tried to make me drink blood out of the school. He said, but I told him no. I'm like, why is this man telling me this stuff? And then he says, I'm a gatekeeper. I said, okay. And the only reason he really started telling me because I helped him. I gave him some cranberry juice, and now he could urinate because they were telling me his kidney was going bad. Uh-huh. So now he, and he felt me. Uh-huh. And then he was trying to get, get his guy to come down and talk to me. So anyway, this is the guy who passed away. He passed away on uh, January the 10th. I sound like Bobby or somewhere. So you how special this is. That's who she wanted to go see. Come to find out the whole graveyard, my son. Wow. You can feel the graveyard. Mm-hmm. I see Eagle Globe and Anchor. Now the gold graveyard, my son, right? I see the Eagle Globe and Anchor on Lunchstone. I see the, I see the doctors. I see the Hermes wand. I see it, and then I see something I ain't never seen before. And this man named Star with ML. And I said, Who is that? Hmm. Okay, now the head guy. Who I just okay. Met, mm-hmm. The head guy who I just met up there in Philly, he's so cold, he made his own logo. Okay? 
Okay. He said, you can go anywhere with this. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> it's got some stuff in it. You can go anywhere said, with that. It don't matter where you go. You can go huh. anywhere you want to go with this. What's okay? So that's what this man logo looked like on the tombstone. I remember all the tombstones I said in the spirit world. They said, go read the headstone up at the top. That's what the spirits told me. So I did that. I read the headstone. And the St. John is it's actually talking about it's just, it's John 3.16. So it wasn't nothing special. It was John 3.16. That's as special as it get, right? Wasn't nothing like super different. So I read it with authority. Next thing I know, we're on our way home. Man, some ain't right. Some in this car. Right. We hit Rudy. Rudy is the first part when you come in the Northwest Arkansas. I said, baby, you need to talk to me because something ain't right. So I'm pushing her to talk to me. Next thing I know, she gave me this blank stare, and it didn't look like her. I said, oh, my God, who was that? Her daddy called her. I said, well, I already knew he was special. I said, it was her. It was him. But when he came through, it broke. So it was like a chain broke. We talking about hypnosis and all these chains and stuff. So when he uh-huh. broke, I look at my son, and my son got this, this old man look on his face. I said, "You old man." I knew it was that man. I saw. I said, "Man, you don't get out of my son." I started cussing him out. My wife thought I was cussing out my son, so she pulled in the Rudy. Like you know, him thinks she pulled in the Rudy, right? And the truck stop. Here we go with these truck stops, right? So she pulled into the truck stop. I had to use the bathroom again like I did when the whole thing with the cane situation happened. And I looked up and saw these immigrant Asian folks in the van. So I, I wasn't thinking nothing about that. I just had to use the bathroom. Come out of the bathroom, ain't nobody in the truck stop. All I hear is music. And then I see this old man dressed in 1940s clothes. Okay, 1940s clothes. 1940s clothes. You know, the old khakis and the old, old colors. You know yeah. And then he had a beanie on, and that local I saw on the tombstone. Okay? Mm. On his okay. beanie, right in the middle, just the way, you know, the old old McHeads down there at Mesopotamia, down there at the Mayan temples and stuff, the old, old McTemples, and his face definition looked like one of them. You know, big mm. old broad lips and nose. And I, that was one of the things I said, I always want to meet somebody like that, you know? Uh-huh. But this is what he said. He was like, he wore his clothes, though. And he says, he said, my name is such and such and such, but I'm mad because I'm thinking about him just going to my son, right? Uh-huh. So I ain't got no coat on, no coat out here. I'm ready, I'm ready to fight. When I saw him, I was right. thinking about the fact that he ain't, this man is not from this time period, so to speak. I ain't even thought about that. It's like I'm on a, I'm so high in the air. I ain't even thinking about that. I'm thinking about, man, you ain't had no business doing it. So he says to me, after telling me his name, you need to cross over to Prince Paul. <laughs> okay. I, said, right. I love all my brothers. You know I love all my brothers. Told you it was going to be uncut. And then, then I say, I said, I love all my brothers. He ain't feeling any I'm upset. He said, I'm a, but I'm past my brother. I said, so? He said, but I'm 33. I said, so? Okay, so do that too. Right? Mm-hmm. You're going to love this part right here. 
And then he said, okay, so, so what's, he, he's, I, I feel him telepathically. He said, well, what's the password? So I said, Benjamin Bianco Ryan's go. Now, this is the second time someone asked me a password, right? Okay. Then he throw that grip out there. I charge him up, and I didn't even, I sent him on his way. Now, I'm getting, I'm starting to wrap it up. After telling this story, I think it was a week later, and I had a conversation with my brother about the time he was in that jail down now. He started telling me a real story. He said, man, the stuff they had us down, and he was just having a regular conversation, you know, babbling, babbling. He said, man, that stuff tastes like, that stuff, uh, he said, man, that food they had down in that jail tastes like, smell like poison. He said, I wasn't going to eat drink none of that. He said, but I did eat some. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, hey, you do kind of look a little dead. You know, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, I ain't. Yeah, next thing I know, I tell him the story. I just told him what happened to me when I was coming in, coming back into Northwest Arkansas. And then he tell me, well, you know, when I was in the courtroom, one of the things they said why they let him go so early with no bond and nothing. Huh. He said, they, he said, they, you prayed your way out. Uh-huh. Excuse me, brother. Uh, they, uh, they may mm-hmm. cut us off at any moment, so. Just keep on talking, you know. Okay. So All then then he, then he says there was a man in 1700 clothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. See him? And he said the guy came up to him and said, good job. Mm. I said, well, you need to find out who that man is. Look him up so you can find his face. Come to find out, long story short, with that man, his name was Peter Corn. Peter Corn bought a bunch of land at that time in Georgia and South Carolina. Peter Corn was a mulatto. He was French. Okay. So I started bringing a lot of information together. And the last conversation I had with Dr. Elaine uh, was I said, man, there's got to be a lot of lies in here about the Spanish Inquisition because we know the Spanish Inquisition was the Moorish Empire anyway. And mm-hmm. I started looking some stuff up. And you just hear most people talk about Europe from Russia all the way to England mm-hmm. or London. And nobody's talking about the Americas, South America, and all of North America. And then we, they had different dukes and lords and stuff over these provinces. And there was no army to govern because it wasn't necessary. So all of this stuff is going on right here. Mm-hmm. During this period of time. And then the fact that when they were firing that hydrogen collider off, we'd emerge worlds. Hmm. Do it? Emerge worlds, huh? We merged world. When I came home from the situation that happened with uh, the, the last time, when I went back to that area, my friend called me dealing with the White House, and he, he sent off some frequencies. That you, uh-huh. you know, coming to the ocean. And, you know, he called me. And I hung up the phone real quick. He called me back. And you know how they be, you know how the, old, the UFOs had, you know, they send the frequencies out. Right. And so he sent one of his frequencies. I said, okay, he's trying to let me know he's on the other side now. So mm-hmm. I sent the, 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 the business, business card. Next thing I know, they done pulled him in. Because I knew they was trying to track me. But my point is, is this. When I knew they was listening to my phone call, I told myself, now did you know? That it's too late to do something to us that you need to do. Next thing I know, right. Jay Z said something. Jay Z, right? Jay Z said something about 
now the he said, he said, are you part of Illuminati? He said, no, we the new Illuminati. You with me? Right. And it took me back to Obama and the flag in behind. So I said all that to say, in conjunction with everything we're talking now, I just took this year, 2018, because I know what I can do. You with me? Right. And uh, St. George, uh, he Last conversation I had with the big guy out there in Philly, we started talking about this and that. He said, well, you need to give me some paperwork, da 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 I started talking about saying, oh, the boy, and you're my grandmother. She was in the whole civil rights movement. All right. She was a million in the 50s, and she was real high up there in the orders, too. She learned a whole lot of civil government. She was behind the model of the king and, and all of them folks, and a lot of people didn't know who she was she was a business owner. Well, she was, she was one of the ones that didn't want nobody to know that she knew about the whole astrology and all of that piece. So when I came in, she already knew what it was. She didn't even want me to have my daddy's last name because she knew about his, she was, she was, she was impacted. She knew about his dad. She didn't want them to tie it up because his daddy had stuff flying around in the living room. And he told him, don't touch nothing, it might hurt you. See where I'm going? So when you start putting together all that, all of the stuff that's going on, when that came up out of the truck, the guy said, you know there's people more powerful than you. And then on the way back to pick up my clothes, uh-huh. we met somebody who's NSA. I tried to take a picture of the guy. My phone locked up. I said, okay, I guess we one of them guys that's much more powerful than me. But the bottom right. line was, I didn't know what I was doing. Next thing I know, now they got this Panther movie that they're showing You see what I'm saying? So I mean, a lot of the stuff we're going to be dealing with with 2018 is powerful. And one of the last things I think I was talking about with Dr. Lane was about the Smithsonian, Smithsonian uh, Institution. And they've been holding back a lot of the archaeology on our stuff. You know? But now, you know, now I'm at the point where I know we don't even need half of that stuff. It's already a done right. deal. Right. No. But if you it's got any feedback from me, I'm, yeah, it's, it's a done deal right now. You know. Uh, and, and that's why I sort of, you know, I did it. You know, all of these, you know, all of these different people out here, different uh, nationalities of people, they're not against what's happening with us, but they got to get with it because at the end of the day, we ain't never been against them. No, we just want what out. We just want what's ours, right? And I, you know, just like I'm so freely to speak about this, you know, I, I, I saw some different stuff on the readings on my third chart and everything that happened by July, June. You know, folks, and I told them, I said, y'all gonna have to start talking. I talked to my lady over at the VA. And she said, I said, oh, you got a business? Are you talking? About I got a contract and ain't nobody paying me. Like I told Doctor Lane, I'm not gonna do no, I'm not gonna do nothing illegal uh-huh. for y'all, so y'all can bring it back on me. Right. And next thing I and so when my, my car got stolen, I got a rental car and the rental car got shot up. Hmm. Okay. So somebody didn't like what was going on. So I just said, Well, you know, you didn't get me. Because if you could you would have. Right. So it taught me this though. That was a scare attack, you know. Man. 
Right, it's it scare tactic, but it was, Okay, so you said it wasn't a scare tactic, so it was something else then. It was me and my thoughts. See, we got okay. when you when you when you broadcast some signals, we all of the paranoia you got to throw that out. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy said in Dubai, he said we don't think about those things we don't want. When right. you get powerful, you can't let any paranoia really you almost like you gotta throw out the past because the past and present become the same. Like kinda of like I told you, some of some of my most silliest thoughts became a part of reality. Like I told you, my wife had a shimmer a Hyundai. That sounds so silly, right? But then on the truck it was like a shamrock and the guy had his hands up. That sounds silly, but it was real. So I mean we gotta stop second guess, you know, what's happening. The, the you know, the energy is present. And if you know you're a God or a judge and you can judge between what you want and what you don't want, then you have to act as such. Because only, okay, only right. anything can take you out as yourself. So I said everything that I said is anything. I saw some of the greatest things in the last six months. I lost the business. I might have lost some car and a bunch of clothes. But what I gained was way more special. I, I shook the hand of a man who's supposed to be dead. Hmm. All right. You with me? I'm with you, brother. That's way more prices than anything that I could have Right, it is. So 2018 going to be special, man. I'm looking at doing some major tours this year. By the end of the year, I was looking at the birth. That's why I'm saying the birth chart and the astronomical charts for Myers. If we know how to read the infamirus from the planetary energy, because Satan is supposed to represent Saturn, the planet Saturn. Right, Saturn. Saturn. Saturn Yeah. That's what Saturn is named after. Planet Saturn. Oh, Saturday. Okay. Yes, yes, Saturday. That's why uh, Saturn is a dark planet. And that's why you see a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of people see the spin, I mean, the circles around Saturn. But actually, it's a dark planet. If you look closely enough, and that's why you see a lot of so-called Jews, Jewish people, uh, wear the uh, a lot of black. Uh, see a lot of them wear the black belt hats and on Saturday, because that's the day of the Sabbath. Right, for the so-called and Jewish people. The colors and the energy. Yeah, the energy. They, 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 and what surprisingly, some of them don't even know that. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, and and, know and, they, and and a lot of people know they know right now what time it is, but it's more for us to realize we already got what we need. You know, right? We do. We already got what. We need. You know, mm-hmm. we just gotta walk in it, and it. You know, like you said, reprogramming. Nobody, you know, I understand. I understand. Yeah, you know, they talk about the chemtrails and all that stuff, but that's allegory at the end of the day. Now, what I'm saying might sound a little. Wacky to some people, but if you're mm-hmm. omni being and you're omnipotent and you're mm-hmm. eternal being, you live in you live in that. Thirty minutes before my car got shot up, after to said, "Get out, go in the house." Thirty minutes later, my pow pow pow. My daddy said, "I need a gun." I said, "Daddy, you don't need no gun." Mm-hmm. And uh, we jumped in. We jumped in my uncle's car. I put that rock up. The same man that shot my car up hmm. caught him up in the web. So that's what I'm saying. Everything I'm saying might sound supernatural. That man's saying right there. Marcus said, I don't get it. 
I ain't had no gun or nothing. I know he had a gun, but I know how to do what I do now. He said, don't get him. He didn't know what was going on. So that let me know that was an MK Ultra move. But think about even that is different angles on your chart are really working to teach you how to use your power better. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. So we thinking there's somebody out there that's messing with us. It's really some something in you that needs to be adjusted so that you can better maneuver your energy. Right. You know, that's where you get to hearing the terms of house not made with human hands. So we know that the temples of Kemet were not built with human hands. To me, it's, you know, Solomon's temple wasn't built with human hands. They talk about that in the book, uh, Jewish Folklore, uh, the, the 4,000 years of Jewish folklore. They say it was a special instrument. What a special instrument was his mind. He sent those those angels or angels, which in Latin means messages or messengers on his chart. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you can send different frequencies out in another dimension, create an establishment using the planetary energy or whatever you want to call it, have that mm-hmm. manifestation, and walk into it, boom, there you go. I mean, I'm talking about the extremes of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's how they did it back in the day. But we we have what they had. We had the same power what they have and much more. Mm-hmm. But it's a progressive thing, right? It's, it's a practice. Right. You know, it, it, it's a practice. And, you know, it's equivalent of, it's the reason why in the Bible it said Jesus had 12 disciples. Each person represented a part of the ritual. Each person represented a house or a zodiac. And each right. energy represented something in order to keep his energy stable. I guarantee you the allegory of Jesus represented the Leo. Oh, he yeah. in the Leo, right? Right. The, because the strong that is highest. Yeah. That is power, most power. You know, the Leo. Uh, the, the the twelve represents the twelve zodiacs signs. That's what they talk about the twelve houses. The house has many mansions, and then go on and on and on. You know, because a lot of it is astronomical. You know, as as well as mystical. And you combine all that together, you really got something. And uh, when I came back to that same truck stop to pick my clothes up after picking up from the truck at the uh, the record shop, a guy met me with these two black women behind me. Mm-hmm. And the guy, you know, I went to shake his hand. We ain't even talking. He gave me the lines, Paul. And you know, I ain't thinking nothing of it. I get to walk where he grabbed me. Oh, okay. Okay. I said, okay, where you at? He said, Chicago, Tinnytown. I said, oh, CIA. Okay. So I'm thinking. And the two black women that jumped in, them Obama's folks. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Were the two daughters? Or? Nah, they uh, they worked at CIA. Okay. So I called them folks, and they gonna tell me don't call me on this phone. The black man called me. He he black black man. He I don't care what they think right now because I'm really upset because uh-huh. I'm like. I'm running around the country 
and I could be treated a whole lot better than the way I'm being treated. So put it this way. I believe I believe that. We're going to do it like this. You can't kill me. You know that. You see what I'm saying? Yep. I just lost my business. I know how to get my money back. How about I just do these interviews? You see what I'm saying? Right. Exactly what you're saying. How about I get this, this real information to people so they can protect their families and protect themselves and put some money in their pocket? Because just the conversation itself, folks are getting lit up right now. Then you can talk to the ones that can get that you can give it to, the ones that really understand you. You know, you got a lot of us that are so asleep. You know, they'll think you are out to lunch when you come to them like that. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, I set a couple programs up though. A lot of the people I've, I've been pretty, pretty pleased with a lot of people I've been able to meet. Uh, one or two people. I had one guy. He's a more, he's a more scientific American guy. He said, well, you know, if you tell them, you know what they're going to do. I said, what are they going to do? They, just, they couldn't kill me. So what are they going to do? See, I don't think like that. And I'm glad the brother asked the question so I could tell him what I told him. Mm-hmm. See, that repositions even his thoughts. Because he's like, well, wow. If I thought like that, maybe I wouldn't. Because we close ourselves off to a lot of stuff when we think like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't realize what we're closing ourselves up to. Like you say, a lot of brothers asleep. Somebody going to use you. See, people think because they sleep, they're protected. You ain't protected. If he, you either these folks going to use you or people with good <laughs> hearts and good interests going to use you. Either way it goes, you're going to be used. You know, that's the thing about being asleep. That means you ain't conscious. You don't know what's going on. So anybody can, like you said, somebody can implant a thought in you next day, you know, you... You don't, you don't, you don't shot up a building because you sleep, right? You know, and I realized, you know, I had two people, two family members. I was talking to them one day. One of them dropped their head. This goes into the hypnosis stuff. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to do that, but when you highlight that, you start tapping into other realms of of abilities. Mm-hmm. And my, you know, my 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 aspect for anybody is for everybody to prosper. I don't care who you is. Especially if you love me. Now, if you don't, that's on you what happened to you. Hmm. We'll deal with you later. Especially now I know I can go on the other side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's how I think. I'll deal with you later. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll deal with you later. So, you know, my thinking for 2018, uh, with knowing what I know, you know, what I'm dealing you know, one of the older guys, he said, I'm trying to start my world ministry. So he said, uh-huh. tell the truth. Well, go tell the truth, then. Mm-hmm. Go tell the truth. That's right. Uh, last, last, last thing that happened to me, I went to the Air Force base. And I said, I need to talk to somebody with a security clearance about mm-hmm. what's going on. Somebody need to be talking. My family's in the middle of this. And I was going with somebody Jason. So you're in the fleet commander down there. Me and my brother in there, right? Mm-hmm. He said, so what you want to talk about? I gave him the two cars. He said, oh, this is Masonic. I said, no, it's to the right. It's to the right. So okay. I said, well, I need to talk to somebody with a high security clearance. He said, I got a security clearance. Okay. I said, well, you sure? Because now I'm talking to you. You might start seeing stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I want to see something. Oh, country boy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I set my hands up. He started feeling me pulling. So he put his hands on his chest like the policeman to be doing. So mm-hmm. next thing I know, I started telling the story, and he started pulling from me. And then he started peering up. I said, oh, you feel me now, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, and he started pulling big time. I said, oh, you really feel me, huh? Next thing I know, that bird, that phoenix. That's what I call it. I be telling mm-hmm. him I'm a peacock. And I say, I'm a parakeet. Next thing I know, I'm going so how they got a parrot? I ain't nobody's parrot. You with me? Mm-hmm. And I say, I'm a phoenix rising from the east to the west. And that phoenix came off my back, slapped him in the face, and every one of the other people that was in the room. This sounds like something like a movie, right? Right. Them devils go for their gun. I tell oh, 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 what y'all do anything? My brother in the bathroom now with my son. So that my son ain't seen none of his crap. But we on Air Force Day. I said, before y'all do that, I need to let y'all know. Now, I don't know what happened to me up there in Philly. But I did tell them this. I said, you can't kill a dead man. Nope. You can't kill a dead man. Because I ain't never seen no bird jump off of me and touch everybody in the face and come back and slap me in the face. That was cool. Right. Sure was. And then I walked out. I said, I mean, they still had their hand on their gun. Now, hey, all this could have been presented in my book if that man wasn't trying to play me like he did. I said, well, just so y'all know, this was December. I think this was right around the 30, uh, December 31st of 2017. Capricorn, right? And you got that Saturn going into Capricorn right now. You remember that major sighting in California? Uh, it was a major UFO sighting in California. Okay. And the man said, he said, I said, I said, hey, just so y'all know, I'm just being obedient to the answers when I said what I said. Because nothing right. in anybody's right mind to say this, right? I said, hey, them guns won't be able to protect you with what's on its way. That's right. Y'all have a wonderful day. You think what he? You think what I told you? Then get back to the White House, and then when they tried to look up the rental car, they couldn't even find. Then them pull up. Same thing happened when they shot my rental car. But we called the police. Police called back at three in the morning. We can't pull it up. What does the place say? I said, "Once you, I already told you what's going on." He said, "Now just go tell him." He said, "Mr. Mar, Mr. Bar, you have a wonderful day. Mr. Mr. Mario, you have a wonderful day." My point is this. I don't know what my grandmother then was into. I talked to the top dude up here, Prince Hall. He know. Okay. I said I wanted a record. So that's pretty much, man, that's everything up to the point. I wanted to make sure I kind of, I, I, I pretty much got to share with you every major component of what was going on. And uh, I met powerful people, man, in this last six months, it's just so interesting. All my questions I think I've always had in my life, listening to you guys, listening, you know, Dr. Lane, Bobby, uh, uh, Taji, uh, uh-huh. uh, all of the different people that I've met uh, or listened to. And just any question I would have, man, some powerful stuff is happening for 2018. And 
you guys have had me on the show, and if there's anything I can do, come to Carolina, whatever case may be, uh, I'd love to come out there, man, and work with y'all. I did. I'm not, I'm in the, me myself, I'm in the St. Louis, Missouri oh, yeah, territory. Oh, you're closer to me. I can cut. Yeah, you're closer to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the St. Louis, Missouri territory. Uh, you know, uh, but uh, I'll definitely let them know, you know, if there's anything. I know, I know he will. You know, Aline, Aline, and uh, I believe that Dr. Aline? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's probably gone. He's probably he's supposed to be on the road to Dara. So they be going, I think, to about three different places. You know, so. Oh. They be on their way to uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, then they be on their way to the Bahamas. Oh, wow. Then they're on their way to something, somewhere else. I, can, I don't know where. I'm going to have to look right again. Uh, but they always touring. They always touring, huh? Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. I think I think the major – I think we cleared a lot of stuff. I really – I'm working on my uh, – I just had one of my uh, – one of my great supports, she donated quite a few into my research because I'm really heavy on the charts right now in the okay. ephemeris. I don't know if you, you've been uh, really looking at that ephemeris, the, the one from 2001 to 2050. Uh-huh. And uh, a lady a lady that I really was into her stuff, she was the top person on past life regression since Freud. Uh-huh. And I got, uh-huh. to meet her in pre- I got to meet her in person three months before she uh, passed away. Uh-huh. And when she saw me, she looked like she was she saw me. She it's like she she pulled back in her chair. I don't know if she saw a halo or what. I don't know. I don't care really. Mm-hmm. But I know she passed passed away three months afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then there was another gentleman. I think I told y'all about last time. Prophet Yahweh. He was summoning UFOs. He uh he had on national TV. And uh, his thing was they trying to kill me. Next thing you know, he passed away. So you know that that's my that's been my biggest thing too. And he had a the only thing about him is he had a, he he was using the back to Eden remedy book. You know the old doctors used to use it. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was doing these forty day fasts, but then he think he can go back and eat any kind of food. It's kind of like Doctor Seavey, right? Doctor Seavey got caught up in that jail, right? Right. And you know he wasn't eating nothing they had to offer. Mm-hmm. And then something happened to him, you know. Uh, you, you, if you go on one of them dives and, you, and, and your temple is clean like that, you just can't. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to know what you're doing. This stuff is exactly. powerful. You know, people be thinking that they can go back. You ain't no going back. There is a point where when you transcend when you transcend a certain level, if you do come down, it's no different from medication. You got to come down in steps. Right. But, I, you know, I wouldn't dare eat no pork. You can't pay me to eat no pork. No, 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 no. No, sir, you indeed. <laughs> but I know we got to educate our people. Everybody, uh, they, want, they want the good stuff to come with all of this super stuff that's going on. But this ain't no joke. You're talking about real electricity and magnetism. You know, moving stuff and hypnosis and this and this and that. These people going to come at you. I had people, man, I feel like I, you know, my guy, when he finally said, oh, you're doing the Matrix stuff. 
Right. That's all he gave you. You know, the guy don't tell you to deal with the White House. That's all he gave you. Oh, you're doing the Matrix stuff. Right. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. But I really want more information than you than what you just said. <laughs> Right. Y'all got me in the middle. Y'all ought to get the benefits from this. You know. You know. Like I, I tell anybody else, yeah, you know, we was in a like, cause you was in a you was in a you was in Marine Corps as well, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I ain't take no oath of no you know, in, in no masonry. I y'all said brotherhood, but y'all never told us this was masonry. You yeah. know? Not at the level. Basically more science. It's all one and the same. Right. No, it, my, it, it, my point, my point with that is, we are living in that day where all of these so-called big brothers up top. Why you, you, your oath of secrecy is what Benjamin Banneker put a lot of this together. So, even before him, and I'll go back to Dobie. So, we people don't realize we have an obligation uh-huh. to take care of our people. Your exactly. obligation, you saying you got an obligation to an organization, or you got an obligation to your people. But come first, almost and always. You know, you know. As far as I'm concerned, that man I met and I gripped him, I probably took him up. But you know, when you start dealing with the book of Enoch, they tell you about how people, when you go up in that angelic realm, they can put you in a prison. Cause we're in a prison right now. That's what each dimension is. Yeah, it is. The whole world is in the cage. So you know, right. So he was in a prison, and I know I seen him all for some riches. He went in I ain't no telling how he living now, cause he get everything that comes with his dimension plus what he already had. Uh, uh, Jay Z man was talking. I got this from. I was just in uh, Harlem too. Uh, and Jay Z and the young man gave me about the book uh, Celestine Prophecy. You check that one out yet? I haven't not yet. No. Well, anyway, it, it just talk about transferring energy, transferring energy, and how other people steal people energy, uh-huh. steal other people's energy. So uh-huh. what I realized too is every book you read, it gives you it, you're tapping into somebody else's. You're you're tapping to other dimensions. So uh-huh. the people that's really into that stuff, you bring them into your wealth. Okay. So. You you combining dimensions on dimensions. That's why when Warren Buffett or somebody say read a book a day, you're you're combining various different dimensions. But if you don't know you're doing that, you become subject to that information. So all huh. these people run around with all these degrees, and they don't really know what's going on. They become subject because I know a whole lot of people PhDs and broke. Uh-huh. That's that something. You know what I'm saying? But they become subject to those rituals. So instead of them really getting what they should be getting out of them, because they're using the wrong method method, method of psychology of thinking on what the, the purpose of that stuff is. Uh-huh. That's because when they, you know, when you say you, you, you build a house up, you know, rightly divided, they're only dealing with logic, but they're not dealing with creativity. Right. So they're trying to logicalize things that sometimes you can't use that degree of logic. You got to be dealing with these other different, like you said, uh, houses of information in order to put that together and make it make sense. So you got kids, you know, like you think about hip hop, fifteen and sixteen year old kids. Like when Soldier Boy came in, Soldier oh. Boy was making more money than half these other folks because he was using the internet to push most of his music off 
I'm just using him as an uh, example. You got young millionaires now because they understand creativity is the basis. And when you learn everything else, you can format what you already have. You know, somebody, I'm saying you're going to have some... You're going to have to see the younger folks come in. That's why I'm starting to really look at the kids, like Dick Gregory was talking about, the energy right. You know, a lot of this new energy coming in, I'm learning from I'm learning from them. I'm a young man, but I'm learning from them. Right. Like I, like I was assume you were from me, and I will continue to learn from my elders and what's going on. It's just people got to keep an open mind, but they got to understand this. Most important, I'll say, if nothing else I said was most important about anything I said, it was get rid of the mind of paranoia. Right. Because you're creating those things with that mindset. Right. Focus only what you want to see is created. Uh-huh. Yeah, I so think it was Alex to Crowley and other people said, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Your desire, your Leo, the energy of the Leo, uh, as well as the other energy in, in, in the zodiac, that's the, 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 the primordial piece, the will in the middle of the will, as they say, esoteric and biblical, that mm-hmm. you push out. That's when boom, that's when it's done. The manifestation done. So everything you do when you're eating right, you get more electromagnetic vibrations mm-hmm. to, to electrically bring things into picture. And it's whatever you want to do. You know, like I said, I'm seeing a guy. I'm on the phone. I couldn't believe I'm on the phone with a guy who's summoning UFOs in the sky. They sheep shipping in the sky on national huh. TV. Uh. But he said one of the biggest things he was trying to do, and this was 2012, he was trying to get a bunch of people together so that he could do a, he wanted to do a mass sighting at one time worldwide. But I get that. But when you get on the phone with this guy, he was, you know, I mean, you know, people, you know, you got that much in, you don't be a little sporadic. Uh-huh. But he wasn't, he was, like I said, he was. He had too much paranoia. So he wasn't okay. as balanced as he thought he was. No. He had the highs but not the lows when it comes to love. Right. Oh, so man. the paranoia caused. Yeah, when the, the paranoia causes frequency to be off, and he started to weigh himself down, next thing you know, he transcended. He went to the other side. So, I mean, because he lost it, it's almost like losing the game, so to speak. The much is given, much is required. Well, you know, we know that we are the indigenous people, not to the physical world. The premise of what we are represents not just the physical world, but all reality, all of the universe, anything that's uh-huh. created and not created, we know we we know we're the primordial piece of that, and the unprimordial piece. We understand that. Guess what? Why do people understand it too? Oh yeah, they know more than we do, and that's why I tell a lot of I tell a lot of people, you gonna shine hard regardless of what you do, even when you're not trying. Have some compassion for them. They didn't choose their life. That don't mean be stupid. But have compassion for the saints 
that these people are hurting because they don't feel like they have what you have. Well, they don't. And they didn't choose that life. You know, from, 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 from birth, they come out seeing these basketball players, seeing people in the law, and then to see a Johnny Cochran in law. You know what they would say? Well, at least they don't got uh, 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 golf and then Tiger Woods. See, they don't got law, Johnny Cochran. Oh, they don't got tennis, uh, uh, Venus and Serena. What do we have? We have nothing. <laughs> compassion. That ain't a lot of people don't want to hear what I'm saying, but uh-huh. they are key holders in a sense, but not the kind of key holders with power, but more so the key holders that if we want to, if we're ready to transcend, because obviously the first has to come last, the first has to come last, and the last has to come first. We know what we have. We have to transcend to love and determination, not to put anybody down, but to lift them up. I had a young white guy come out of nowhere when he realized what I was. He said, I'm ready to come right now. I said, well, shake my hand. When two or more guys, you can go anywhere you want to go. He told me he's ready to go in space. <laughs> well, go then, man. I'm getting conversations like this all the time. I ain't talking to too many people that don't get what they want. I can name at least five people They'll become millionaires if I've been up here in Northwest Arkansas that I've talked with. Mm-hmm. Five people. But that don't even astonish me no more. Because I need it. You know? I see. You know what I'm saying? We do anything we want to do. And then we don't realize really how much energy we really got. Because if they secretly feel like we're superior, even though they try, you know, if you have an open conversation with you, they're going to be upset. They're going to get red in the face and things like that. Because they're fine. Yeah. You told me something I already know instinctively. They don't say that out loud. Most of them won't. Uh-huh. Especially in the South. They don't want you to know you are what you are. But if we possess it and we show them, it's just like when, when that happened with them policemen, you've seen a whole lot of them black shooting and killers. Because then now, what if we run up on another hill? Huh. You with me? Say what now? They was like, what if we run up on another person that can do what he did? Two police policemen. And then my brother said, and he said, the jail was shaking. And he learned how to do a Illyrian grip. <laughs> 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 he was he was doing a grip in the car one day, and his car was his car was wiggling in the lane. I said, Did you, "Let go of the grip! Let go of the grip!" He pulling from him. I mean, you gotta understand what you're doing. That ain't funny. We don't know that all of this stuff. We might call it hypnosis, but you're dealing with electromagnetic activity in the yeah, picture yeah. that we call a physical world. Is only made up of vibration and feelings, expressions and beliefs. That's what it is. That's all it is. My neighbor, I'm gonna say his last name. How, how, how much time we got? 
Well, we're, 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 we're past we're almost about 50 minutes past the, uh, the time. I'm surprised oh, wow. they haven't cut us off yet. Oh, wow. Last thing I'm going to say. One of my neighbors, he, you know, he's, I'm looking at his house right now. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a uh, senior, senior, uh, senior director, major corporation. I won't say which one. Uh huh. But he, uh, one of the guys I had over here that he was taking care of my house when I was out traveling the country, uh-huh. and all these folks. Uh, he's from, and, and and the guy, you know, the guy rough around the age, he looked like he looked like like what they would call a thug, you know, the way he dressed. Uh-huh. And no nobody around this neighborhood around. I'm outside right now. Nobody around this neighborhood dressed like that. So you know, right. that kind of got in my neighbor's skin. He paid too much money around, you know, his house. He said he just got it appraised, appraised for like almost half a million dollars. So. Okay. So he he felt the need. So one of the neighbors heard him, heard heard my my, my one of my, my my big brothers get my 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 younger brother, correct my brother's knucklehead sometimes. So uh-huh. I was letting him go and let my let my little brother have it. And the neighbor overheard, so he calls my wife at work because he works with her. He's over. He's in a higher position over her, so that threatened her. She made her feel like she's gonna lose her job. So of course, when she called me, and I found out. I went and gave my business card to his wife because he didn't have my he didn't have my cell phone. I said, "Well, have him call me if you don't mind." She said, "Come down." I said, "I am calm. You don't hear my tone." I said, "You have a nice day." So of course he called me upset. He texted me. Come outside, come outside. And you know how they do when they when people mad at you, especially white people. They mad at you. White people don't make that. They don't mind taking a good hit from you if they can send you to jail. People, a lot of black folks don't know that. A lot of boys don't know that. You're the best hit. Especially if they got a pistol on you, and they can be they can holler out self defense if they can get that shot off on you. It's right. Get it. But they're willing to risk that. A lot of us don't know that. Sure you know? don't. So I already, you know, I'm, I, I remember I told you I was high as a kite, so I could read it. <laughs> so when he came out, he started approaching on me. Now he's he's in the navy. He's from the navy too, you know. And right. So, He's walking up on me. And I'm as calm as can be. He keep doing I say, okay, it's all right now. He keep going. So I put my little grip on him. Boy, that light came on. See, he didn't realize he was connected like that being Navy. Oh, and that light came on. That joker's head. That joker popped a parade rest. I kid you not. <laughs> yeah. He popped a parade rest. Parade rest, huh? Like he was dressing an admiral. And he said, I'm just concerned. I said, I know. I know. I know. He said, man, I'm taking care of five neighbors around the neighborhood, five houses. I said, yeah, I get it. I said, I guess now me and you are taking care of now, huh? You with me? I hear you. I said, you have a nice day. And I walk home. Next time, I know, I think it was a couple of weeks. <laughs> Wait, tell me this, and I know you got to go. A couple of weeks later, they made him the, the president of the Homeowner Association in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you with me? Uh, yeah, I'm with you, brother. <laughs> All right, I, I just wanted to leave you with that because I know that was going to be a real good one. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Who's the guy you got high in mind? If we indigenous, we ain't got to tell you folks we indigenous. 
it's time when we start teaching the real stuff in the class. Mm-hmm. Tap into who you really are. Mm-hmm. Guns won't protect them, and they won't protect us. They didn't protect Rosewood, and they didn't protect Greenwood and Tulsa. Nope. Or I bet you if they'd have, take, they'd have tapped into that science, I bet you they wouldn't have been able to do none of that. Hmm. That's where we went wrong. When Martin said they trying to, Martin Luther King said they're trying to kill me. That's mm-hmm. where we went wrong. Yep. I think I did a good job summing this up. This, this, oh, you did. So yeah, man. Uh, if y'all get the recording, man, let me know, man. Uh, I hope everybody had a good show. If anybody want to contact me, you mind me leaving my number? Or what? How how y'all used to do that? Uh, do I leave have your number? I, I think he has it. He has it. So, uh, but okay. you can you can still hold up. Let me write it down. Uh, still uh, leave it with me. You can give okay. it to me. Okay. Yeah. Four seven nine two eight seven nine four one nine. Okay. I, and what and I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, man, I would love to work with people on this, doing some courses and stuff like that with you guys. You guys, you know, uh, and support everything that y'all are doing. Continue to do that, like I want to do, and get right. people to see how real this is to protect themselves and protect their protect their 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 family and this and that. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you learn this stuff. People won't even be able to come in a hundred mile radius of you. Know your family, nautical miles or anything else, if their mind ain't right. Right. You know, we got power for this stuff. Uh-huh. You know. But but we you know, but you know, I learned this too. Just like they get caught trying to terrorize, we get caught too and we ain't right. Right. What's your name again, brother? Mario Buff. Mario. Mario what now? Uh, B A U G A, Bravo Alpha Umbrella Golf. Oh, yeah. Bravo! Yes, sir. Okay. Bravo. Bravo, like a Bravo company. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Oh yeah, I'll call you brother. Yes, sir. Call me anytime. I appreciate being on here, and uh, man, I appreciate y'all. All right, we appreciate you too, God. All right. All right. Still fine, big brother. All right. Peace. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.